For your final episode of the year. Ever. Wait, what? Ep- Murray, are you holding back on us? Yeah, I thought we agreed. Thought you... When? This is some... God, we're so bad when we're trying to redo a bit that we did and a recording yeah. that has been tossed to the ether. Can we throw that opening segment into the cauldron? Go for it. Can we get Mattingly, rid of that? throw out our aborted intro. Just... Leave the cauldron, too. Just the warmth. It feels so good. No. I kid. I kid. It's not our last episode ever. Just of 2023. It's a good year for us, Murray. This might be the last year Earth exists. How do we know this? Because there's a presidential election next. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. But, uh... Should we, go, well, should we go hard politics for 2024? Yeah, well, that gets the fucking clicks. That yeah. gets the likes. That gets the views. That gets the listens. We'll, we'll promote our own energy drink. We're still working on that. Maybe Zardoz in a can it's or something. Ca- no, no, it's called uh, acid bath. Acid bath. There we go. It will burn your throat like acid. Yeah. And then we'll, we'll talk about our energy drink, and then we'll talk about politics. That's it. All 2024. Yeah. But we won't. Well, we like. We'll do a Rogan, and we don't know what we're talking about, but still insist on talking. About right. It. That's gonna be good. I can't wait. I'll get Harriet Hageman to show is up for still, a few episodes. Is he still a big deal? Who's that? Rogan? Rogan. You know, I'm happy that it seems like he pops up less in the various circles yeah. I traverse. And that's he good. went to what Spotify? Where did he go? Spotify exclusively. And yeah. then I've never heard about him since. That's and that's the. So good why one. did people get upset? Like when he was like. Because like, like he was going to take over the world with his, his misinformation. Because it's still in, in the wide berth of podcasts that are out there. He's still pulling in yeah. the largest audience out of like everybody, and so that's why people are still freaked out by him. Well, until Alex Jones gets up off the ground again, I can't wait. He's back on Twitter. That's where I get a lot of my political information from. Did you have a uh, something to talk about with our last episode of the year? Well. We could do this. I wanted to. I wanted to tell you about where this year began. Not just you, but our audience. January first, two thousand twenty-three. January fourth, twenty twenty-three. That was the first day, the first episode that came out. Any guess? Well, we probably recorded it on January first. Yeah, probably. Uh, uh. Any guess what episode we did? It was a sci-fi movie. Remember one with a bullet. No, that's not a very sci-fi movie. <laughs> that's an awful David Carradine movie. Uh, no. Uh, Zardot? You can think Detroit, Murray. RoboCop? RoboCop 
Three was really? the first movie of 2023. Do you know what our second movie oh, was? We're go through the whole fucking No, year? we're just going to do a first couple. Because it's going to be hard. No. It is going to be so hard to follow. Number one with a bullet? No. It is going to be so hard to follow how we started 2023. Because we started with RoboCop 3. Great. Oh, we're, our January is going to be mind-blowing. Yeah. That, right. that was kind of how I was going to build up to yeah. how the amazing year we're about to unload on people. Roadhouse was the number two that, movie of 2023. We did it that far long ago? Yes. Wow. Incredible, right? I thought we did that like in the spring or summer. And we followed that up with a Steven Seagal feature. What? With our buddy Stuart, of course. I don't know. You're right there. Three words in a Kill row. Kill Switch. Oh. <laughs> I didn't know Stuart was on it. Yes, Stuart was wow. on it. Okay. And we followed that up with another guest in-house. It's got to be Joe Coleman or Mike? Pigeon. Pigeon? Are you saying Iron Eagle was January? January. Isn't that fascinating? Uh, that was how 2023 started for us. Wow, it's been a year. We got to get Pigeon back on. We do got to get Pigeon back on. Uh, Wow. It's like, yeah, maybe, maybe that's what we should do, Griff. Instead of doing a new episode, we do like they used to do back in the old days, the clip episode. Yeah, clip and show. Just, Everybody's know. favorite Seinfeld episodes. When you go through their IMDb, that's always the 10 out of 10 is the clip show. It's a joke. It's always the lowest rated. Yeah. Yeah. But, Murray, there's other really big news that we have to get to. Uh, uh, you know, is. we got the cauldron out for a reason. Because it's, there, a, it's not a cauldron, Griff. It's an acid pit. I, it's, I like cauldron. I like no, that you, word. Are you a witch? What the yes. fuck? <laughs> are you into Wicca? Have you gotten into Wicca? Well, I've been listening to Alan Moore's podcast. Oh, you're doing magic now. Yeah. Oh. Well, you got out the. We got out the acid bath. Acid pit. Acid I can't pit. Do we it. don't get it out. It's right there. It's, <laughs> it's above. We took the cover off it. <laughs> we take the, well, Mattingly takes the cover oh, off yeah. it. It's just beneath us. But Murray, they're shifting the leaderboard. Yeah, this week it finally paid off, Griff. After almost six years, we're finally getting our due. We're finally getting our flowers. We're finally getting gifts. Mm -hmm. From our listeners. So we got to pay that forward by letting everybody know who did it. That's right. And letting the people who didn't know it feel like shit for not doing it. That's right. All right. First off, our buddy, our Michigan brother, doing purgatory in Indiana. Imagine what, how life is like in Indiana. Like you, we said, we're talking about it seemed like a long. He probably thinks Roadhouse was done five years ago. That's right. Living in Indiana. Right. Uh, he sent us some new additions to our uh, donations, if you will, to our vast Ooh. DVD slash Blu-ray slash Laserdisc vault. We got we got a couple lumps of coal. There is a Ginty movie Ugh. in there. There is a non-Steve James duty movie in there. Very, very interesting. But I can't you know, imagine it holds its you weight. Don't, you can't appreciate shit unless you've got some shit. Appreciate it against exactly because we know due to cost movies to be good because Steve James is always in them. Yeah. So it's going to be really interesting. I don't know if we. I think Steve James it. got cancer from doing movies with Duty. I think that might be it. So uh, thank you, Matt, for that. It was very you, kind and thoughtful of you. Um, and we also another another great guest, Mister Phil DeGlass from Flexology One Hundred One dot com. Go look it up and enjoy it. 
He sent us a uh, a drinking glass because you know with his the gimmick of his website is he creates lick, uh, potent potables. That's right. If you're for you Jeopardy people out there, right? Uh, to go hand in hand with whatever bad movie you're doing. In fact, he did one. I think we, did we ever name that one he did for our show? No, I don't think we ever did. He, yeah, it was the hot dog and yeah, the, hot yeah. dog dipping in like a beer or something like that. Uh, yeah, I think like it was on shot. fire. There was a, yeah, there was like a shot. I think he put the shot in the beer and then he put the hot dog. I think he put the beer in a house and blew it up with a rocket launcher, Invasion USA style, and then he put it in a little hole. If Uzi I remembered the episode that we did that, I would direct you to it to find out what we're talking about. I wish I could too. It was a Phil episode, so yes. go listen to all his episodes. Yeah, there's like five or six of them over the year, uh, and. God, you just heard us talk about the first three episodes we did, and we had no idea we did them. Right. Uh, it's, but it was the gift's not just product placement. Yeah. He also sent some very thoughtful, deep very cuts. hard-earned gifts, too. Right. Holy shit. He had shit. to work for the one. He sent us some gift certificates to our local uh, Revival House Cinema Theater, the Redford Theater, which we mentioned a lot on this show because we go there to see some of the classics. Our last one was... The thing. Oh yeah. Starring a guy who looked way cooler than Griff does now. <laughs> and so we will be definitely using those. He and he went through quite an effort to do it. Yes. Because the Redford Theater is a volunteer thing. The They're, Oregon Society of Michigan, I believe, yes, owns it. It's an old it's one of those old like probably was built in the twenties, so it has an organ because Silent movies needed an organ, right? And it has a Japanese motif, and they it was all run down, and they brought it back to life. The whole Japanese theater of it all was covered up, is uh, the story I heard the one right. time, and they had to rip all that down and realize, oh shit, this is supposed to be an outdoor, you know, Japanese theater, right? And Very. There's, cool. there's a balcony and everything. Oh my god! Adds... If only we could see Theater of Blood there. Oh, that would be awesome. That would be amazing. And so it's volunteer. It's a lot of old people. A lot of old. And they don't get the computers. No. So to get these, Phil literally had to send a self-stamped address envelope sent to himself so he could send it to us. (laughs) So we appreciate the effort. Yeah, thank you so much, Phil. And then to add the little cherry on the top. We get a little uh, KFC gift card for some of that fried chicken and French fries. So we might have to break the internet by putting up a photo of me and Murray eating, eating? a chicken and each other. No, eating. No, staring into each other's eyes, eating a piece of chicken while having a gun to our heads. Okay, so we're gonna we're both gonna do both things. Yes. Okay, I like that. Yeah. I like that because then everybody gets to feast on everything. Yes. Just like we'll be feasting on KFC, a compliments of Phil. So you know what that means, Griff? The leaderboard, Mattingly, get it out. We have our pecking order of our guests. That's right. Because much like our parents, we pretend we love you all equally, but no, we have a secret order yeah. of who we love and who we do not love. It's the same signs they use for the college football rankings. Yep. It's just up to us. Right. And so Mattingly, put Matt up a little higher. Yeah, yep, Phil, yep, Phil gets up a couple more. Yeah, I like that. That's perfect. That person right there, remove them from the list. Yes. Remove them. You Do they get You the- know who you are, by the way. I don't have to name names cuz they know who they are. I know. Banned from the show, by the way. Throw it th- I would say throw it in the acid pit, not worthy of it. Throw it in the trash. <laughs> Just the trash? Yes. Our trash is sparkling clean because we have an acid pit. <laughs> I know. That's all we use. So the trash is where the Right. Wow. Where would it stay in shame? Whoa. Wow. We, we never empty the trash because we don't need to throw away. We don't even spit our gum in there. Exactly. 
Jesus Christ. We have our half-chewed reasons that we just spit into the acid pit. Oh. So, yes, it is, it's been a very Merry Christmas for Griff and I this year. That's right. It's been By amazing. the way, what did you get for Christmas, Griff? This, of course, this episode is coming out after Christmas. What did you get for Christmas? Oh, you know, I get nothing. I get donations. I donate to the diabetic research, and I do, do, donate to the to the people that are hungry in Detroit, and then to the uh, Motor City uh, Organ Society. What horrible gifts! What about you? What did you get? Well, it's not all gifts this year, Griff. Okay. I have an announcement to make. For the past six months, Griff, I haven't even told Griff this. Okay, this is gonna be surprising. I have been dating Taylor Swift. <laughs> I know, Griff. What? Now, there, everyone thinks she's been dating Travis Kelsey, the football player. Right. And you know, every time we go out, people confuse us. People always ask for my autograph. We're two, two different people. But when I learned that, I was like, I can make this work to my benefit. Okay. Because, Griff, I mean... When you got the most powerful woman in the world dating the most powerful man in the world, oh God, our economies are... would collapse. It's so true. I had to keep that under wraps. So he was my decoy. I was like, Travis, do me a bro move. And just, why do you think I had this fucking beard, Griff? So we look so the same. Oh my! That's why you said because that talking... was the one thing T- I call him TK. It's, yeah. it's Travis Kelsey, but it's TK to me. He was like, bro, I don't have the jawline you have. You I have to wear no. this beard to hide my weak. Chin. TK I said, it. TK, I got you. All right. Yeah. If you're gonna do me a solid, I can I can grow a fucking beard. I notice that sometimes you slip into a black scent. You guys are yeah. really trying well, to lie. Well, actually, fucking... from the ghetto, unlike <laughs> Kelsey, where the fuck he's from. So, so it would at least make a little more sense, <laughs> right? But uh, yeah, and um, the reason I'm saying that, Griff, is because I'm dumping Taylor. What? Yeah, I'm announcing it right now because one, I don't want to get her a Christmas gift. <laughs> Smart. And two. Why do you date Taylor Swift to begin with, Griff? Just to be seen. To get the fucking song about you. Oh, you're only getting a song? I want. I might get an album. I want you to get an album. I'm considering yeah. it a failure if the first half is not about you. I agree. So, yes, Taylor, we're done. Move on. I already have. Does she still have the live feed of our podcast? Oh, yeah, she's getting it right now. Yeah. 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 God damn. Sorry, so, Taylor. Did you put your phone away, right? Because you know that's going to be blowing up. Oh, yeah. I turned it off. Okay, yeah. good. Because it would just be interrupting. <laughs> I can't of... handle that. That's yeah. too much. Yeah. So, yeah, that's 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 how I end my year. Incredible. No. Well, good for you. New beginnings, yeah. right? Yeah, I can't wait to hear that song. Well, Murray, I feel like it's time to finally start talking about, you know, the Taylor Swift thing, not that big of a deal. No. Zardoz, <laughs> real big deal. Yeah, people have been wanting us to do this one. Girl. Really? Yeah, I I uh, I found it for like three bucks at Second and Charles. That seems about the right price on DVD. Yeah, and uh, I put it up because people love that shit. It's like the unboxing type thing. So yeah, because you know, yeah, yeah. nobody cares about <laughs> nobody cares about the fucking show related tweets I put up that I actually put effort into. But they love the fucking hey, look what I thrifting found. is a big deal. Yeah, and you know what? We're losing all of our thrifting stores. You've been telling me Second and Charles is getting so much worse about comics and all that. Yeah, the prices are ridiculous now. I mean, like you're a secondhand store. I I, I thought the whole thing was about pushing product, moving it out. Right. Prices are getting ridiculous. It's and it's bizarre. The prices are all over the place. Some shit. I'm like, wow, that's worth a lot of money. It's like two dollars. Yeah. And then I go, wow, that's garbage. Fifteen dollars. Right. Like, I don't. It's it's strange. And I, because now nobody 
buys DVDs anymore. They've, they've sold out to the streaming world. Right. Me and Mike are the only people who fucking get fucking... Only collectors get DVDs now. So, of course, you get the douchebags that, like, clean everything out. So you're left with... Just the trash, the fucking straight to video cigars and, <laughs> and like the garbage, like modern horror movies, like nobody likes the rebel moons of the world. Yeah, I haven't seen that yet. Have you seen that? No, I hear it's trash. That's what I hear. It's good. I don't know. I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder. Snooze. What has he done? 300. He did, I think he, he, he did 300. He, he did, did Watchmen. Oh yeah, he did. Watchmen's yeah, he fine. did Man of Steel. Horrible Superman. Okay. Movie. He did Justice League, the five-hour movie, Justice League. That sounds awful. Yeah. The Zack Snyder cut. Now he's doing his rendition of Star Wars, it looks like. I don't know. This is what I got from the trailer that that I watched like 30 seconds of. It doesn't look great. But Zardoz does. Yeah, if you were being uh, uh, pulled into a theater and you see fucking... Whatever the fuck Zardoz is, and then you see whatever the fuck Rebel Moon is, I'd be like, I'm going to see Zardoz. You just show me fucking uh, Sean Connery and some red uh, briefs and a bandolero and some fucking thigh-eye boots. I'm like, I got to see this. Even if it wasn't Connery, if we updated it today and it was some, like, what do you... Timothée Chalamet? Sure. And a red diaper. Yeah. I, you know, I was going to use Dune as an example, too. Yeah. And if you fucking show me a, a boring, drab-ass movie like the new Dune compared to Lynch's Dune, I'm going to see the spectacle. Yeah. I'm going to see the goddamn spectacle. I want to know what the fuck Zardoz got going. I want to know what's in his diaper. Murray. Yeah. I know you just broke up with uh, you know Taylor Swift. Yeah. So you're going to be on the prowl again. What if you're promised... You go to this special exclusive club, but you have to wear the OG Zardoz outfit into the club for at least three what, hours. What kind of club is this? It's Gentleman's sh- club? Yeah, sure. But you're going to get fucked, and it's going to be consensual as hell. The girl, first, uh, the woman is going to be into you, all that fun well, stuff. Well, first of all, I could pull it off. So, yeah, no so problem. You're in, uh, yeah, okay, no problem. cool. But, it's usually what we wear when we record. We wear Zardoz up. <laughs> it's a little. Well, actually, it's actually good weather. So yeah, it's like it's. That's why I can't get into Chris, Christmas. Uh, you know, full disclosure, we're we're uh, recording Christmas Eve Eve, the day before Christmas Eve. Right. It's fifty five it should... degrees. It's gonna be fifty five on Christmas Day and yeah. rainy. What? When did we become Washington? I don't know. Why are we like mild weather and rain? All I know the time? it's awful because then you have to traverse the mud pits yes, in order to get in here. Yes. Horrible. That's my level of security. Keep the laser disc vault safe, though. The quagmire in your front lawn. <laughs> yeah, quagmire. it works. Trust me. <laughs> it's like and there's one stone you're not supposed to step on. <laughs> yeah, spike will shoot up your ass. Punji sticks will shoot out. But no, I think. I mean, I watched this movie for the first time like four or five years ago. Hey, me too. And I forget everything about it. Same. Only thing I remembered was the Connery outfit. That's the only thing anything anyone remembers about right. this movie. I remember because this was back in the former administration. I had my house at the time. I was seeing Courtney. And so she had already seen this movie. And I was like, I can't wait. I'm watching this movie. Yeah. She's like, it's it's a rough one. And I was like, no, <laughs> it's going to be good. It's got Sean Connery. It's got Sean Connery. Bond. Yeah. And, th- and of course, the image of Sean Connery. So I was like, no, it's going to be great. And she's like, ah, I don't know. So I sat down and I start watching it, and the first, even today, or you know, the last two times I watch it for the show now, I start those first ten minutes. I'm like, this movie's fucking good. Yeah. 
And so back then, when I watched it the first time, I hit pause. I got up. I was like, you're a fucking liar. This movie is amazing. Slapped her, yeah. slapped her around oh. a little bit, guys. It was consensual. I had her sign off that it's okay to slap her when the movie's actually good, and she said it was bad. Uh, none of this happened. Uh, but I did tell her. I was like, what are you talking about? This movie's great. They're yelling about penis being bad and guns being good in yeah, the it's, mouth. It's, it's, that's called America, basically. Yeah, exactly. And just... There's trucks rolling coal, flying by, bam, roll tides coming in here. We're playing college football all of a sudden, dipping Duke's mayo into burrito bowls. It's insane. And I stopped and I said, this movie is a the flying head for fuck's sake. It's incredible. And then I watched the rest of the movie. Try to. I fell asleep three times. Um, it, I mean, it's basically the, the, the metaphor of this movie is the the uh, haves versus the have-nots. Yeah. Which is eternal. We which will we, always... That, that's mankind in a nutshell. Right. It's always the haves versus the have-nots. And unfortunately, Griff and I were born into the have-nots. That's right. I do have a cool hat on. Yeah. Yeah. My lord. My lord. Uh, so, yeah, I mean... Uh, I will say this much... I was waiting to be confused. No, it makes sense. I mean, Borman did a good job. There's a lot of exposition dumps in this movie. There is. Um, this is the kind of movie that could only be made in the late 60s, early 70s. It's yes. got that hippie stench on it that, oh, I, that I yeah. can't stand. According to the Wikipedia, this movie should not have been made, but it was basically forcefully thrust upon a 20th Century Fox guy who had the authority because they only had like a million and a half budget, which, of course, in uh, 1970 or which whatever. Which explains why Sean Connery has half, half a costume on. Yeah, that could yeah. be yeah. The bandolier is cool Where did, That's what I want to know about. Where... I just want that story. Where did that come from? There like, is commentary. Did you? I did yeah, it? but I, I I couldn't watch it again. Yeah, I mean, you, you know. might have to. I or maybe it's just a Google search away. Probably. I actually uh, for real gift I got from my sister. I got the Last of the Action Heroes book about you know all the classic eighties action heroes. So I've been. I'd rather read that. Yeah. Than watch this movie again. Yeah, I get know? that. that maybe sometime down the line, I'll I'll watch the the director's commentary and give you some notes people but not this week so they basically thrust this on somebody forced his hand into a shake deal got the well money, i mean let's say john movie. borman originally wanted to make lord of the rings right that i'm surprised lord of the rings ever got made it seems like everybody at one time wanted to make lord of the Rings. who wouldn't and uh so he couldn't because it was there's i guess there was a lot of like you know, ownership rights or whatever going on. Maybe Tolkien didn't want him to do it because I think Tolkien was alive in the 70s, wasn't he? It seems like he would be, yeah. And so he's like, fuck it. I'm going to make my own world. I'm going to make my own thing. And try, which I appreciate. I mean, he, they good. Said I up, want something new. Again, this was actually a quote taken from him out of the Wikipedia, or maybe it was his co-writer or whatever. But they were like, yeah, we weren't allowed to do Lord of the Rings, so we wanted to make our own weird world. He made his own weird world. Yeah, they succeeded, succeeded in that. There's a lot of the good, you know. We you know, there is a novelization of this. I, yeah, I gave. I it think th it's in multiple multiple parts too. I don't know about that. I know I gave a copy to our weapons master Jack Bedelaire just about you, six six months ago. You did? Yeah, I found it at Second and Charles. You see, this is the gift of thrifting. This is why people yeah. love your thrifting post. Yeah. Finding cool shit in weird places is fascinating. Yeah, it's always fun. Anyways, that's what that's what you streamers are never going to experience. You people who just listen to music on Spotify, the the, the high you got, like especially like you're in the shit we're into. 
because like when I got into punk rock, I mean, I, I'm not gonna say I'm like some OG punk, even though I am the self-proclaimed king of punk. <laughs> I uh, I was a late comer, obviously, because I was born in '74 for fuck's sake. Yeah. So there was no like no internet, obviously, no books about who cared about hardcore punk in the '80s. Right. It was an underground movement. So I was just discovering shit. I, I didn't know how many albums Misfits had. I would just find them when I'm looking through shit. Go, oh my god, there's another album I don't have. Right. And the excitement you would get, like something new from a band I like, right? Was exciting. Now it's just and you, whatever the whole discography. Right. It, it's fucking obnoxious. It's cool to be able to just like find things so you know what to look. That's for why people when you go don't out. appreciate. It. That's why to like people twenty and under. Music's just background noise. Yeah. Because they don't appreciate it because they don't have to work for it. They right. don't have to earn it. They have to earn it. But even losing out on the thrill of the haunt. It's like, yes. that is such a fucking cool... I know I know the younger generations are really into thrifting clothes. Yeah. It's like, that's how we got all of our media. I still love doing that. I have my sci-fi oh, book I collection. Do it. That's why I'm always a second in Charles. That's yeah. why you're always I mean, at second in Charles. finding things you don't know about. Right. Is the, or, yeah, it's great. And we have all these circuits. Like, Murray's constantly being like, hey, man, if you spot this while you're out, grab it for me. And I yeah. do the same thing with my friend. It's it's a fucking cool circle. We're supposed to be talking about Zardoz. We're already dragging <laughs> on so long. Red diapers, Scottish hills, Irish hills, excuse uh, Irish me. Hills. Irish uh, Springs. Supposedly the same location they did Excalibur at because Borman did it as well. Yeah, that was it, the second run at wanting to do Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. Fuck it, I'll just do Excalibur. Uh, good amount of fog in this movie too. Yeah. I would say there's mastery of the smog as well. Yes, this is a complex movie. A lot of good ideas. I know we say this about a lot of the movies we do. A lot of hippie shit going on here. A lot of hippie shit. I like all the boobs that happen to fall out of tops though. A lot of small boobs. A lot that's of not bad. Boobs. But small boobs are great. Small boobs are great. All right. It's all about the ass. <laughs> so uh do we should be just throw to the fucking sequel well we're gonna get it another sequel the trailer sequel. i should say we'll get into all the details as we go everyone knows it that's what you're here for to yes. not just get hey this movie's kind of weird you're here to get away from your family because it's still the holiday season for that's a right. couple hours we'll try to do that we'll try to stretch it out you're here to go on the uh you know the really really intrusive details of this movie with us intrusive well, we're getting our fingers in there. Oh, we are, definitely. That's right. We're not asking for permission. All right, everybody. The penis might be evil, but this trailer for It's Our Dice is not. See you on the other side. Zardoz speaks to you, his chosen ones. You have been raised up from brutality. Kill the brutals who multiply, and our legion. To this end, Zardoz, your god, gave you the gift of the gun. The gun is good. The gun The penis is evil. The penis shoots seeds and makes new life to poison the earth with a plague of men, as once it was. But the gun shoots death and purifies the earth of the filth of brutals. Go forth and kill. Zardoz has spoken.
Afrain, and I am Zardoz. I have lived 300 years, and I long to die, but death is no longer possible. I am immortal. I present now my story, full of mystery and intrigue, rich in irony and most satirical. It is set deep in a possible future, so none of these events have yet occurred. But they may. Be warned, lest you end as I. In this tale, I am a fake god by occupation and a magician by inclination. Merlin is my hero. I am the puppet master. I manipulate many of the characters and events you will see. But I'm invented, too, for your entertainment and amusement. And you, poor creatures, who conjured you out of the clay? <laughs> Is God in show business, too? All right, you hear that beautiful introduction. You know all the beautiful details, and we know that was some put in because the studios thought people watching this movie were too stupid to understand. All so right, the Borman was forced to put in that intro. It was what about a minute and a half long or so. Yeah, there's a lot of exposition dumps in this movie for the slow. I mean, one thing I will say, if you're not watching the movie the way we watch it, doing notes, it would be hard to follow. I mean, we are concentrating. Yeah. We are listening to every detail. Yeah, turning it over in our head, thinking, "What could I? What could I make fun of here? What could I do with that?" It's a lot of work that goes into this. Oh my channel. god! So yes, it was exhausting. It was exhausting. This is a five-hour note-taking session. Pause, yeah. pause, pause. Millie's got to go to potty. Barney's yelling at me. Yeah, constant. It was like it was the flip side of Ricky O, where I had to stop to write down all the action that was happening. Yeah. This is all of the talking that's happening. Yeah. We were we anticipated it for this movie. We did yeah. not for Ricky O. <laughs> no. We did not. And I'm glad that Arba really liked the musical score we put together to open it. She really liked our uh, our mashup there. Did she? Yeah. I didn't hear from her about that. Oh, yeah. She threw it up on SoundCloud. Oh, okay. So I'm glad you enjoyed it. It was a lot of fun to put together. I didn't expect... That was, that was a collaboration. Yeah. Much like... If I get him, I did write a song with Taylor. No, and you she might a... not. She might not put it out now. I might just get oh, you know thrown in the trash when she... right next to that name of that fucking shitty ass guest that will not be named. I was wondering why the ESPN paparazzi were outside of my house, yeah. and it's because you've been dating her. Yeah, and when she sees these leaked photos of us in the Zarda, I mean you in the Zarda's outfit, uh, she's gonna flip her lid. Griff is actually dressed like Arthur Frayne. He's got the drawn-on mustache. Hey, man. I can rock it. Yeah, so, like, yeah, this was put in, so let's tell people who haven't seen it. It's basically this actor, he has, it's like you, you see like, the frat parties when the guy passes out and he draw on his face. So yeah. he has a drawn-on handlebar mustache with a Sharpie, drawn-on goatee, dick on the forehead, of just course. like a frat party. The dick is spitting out seminal fluids. And how do you, what do you call the headwear? It's like something King Tut would wear. It's like a pillowcase on your head. Yeah. And he, so he I, looks kind of like a pharaoh. I don't know what that's called, but I've seen it in like my Final Fantasy tactic games and like yeah. the clerics and stuff wear it. Where you're right, it is just kind of like a tubular thing and it yeah. folds back over. And he likes to do a trick where he flips it over his eyes and then flips it back. And, uh. So it's just his head. I, I think 
think he's just wearing a black turtleneck and he's just his head is like bopping around like like pong like around the screen yeah. while he's giving us this exposition, exposition dump. dump. Uh, Borman actually wanted to set this movie like five years out from the seventies, right? And he settled on like way out in the future. Thankfully, thankfully, because there's like AI going on. This is all. This movie's about the dangers of AI, or maybe not the dangers of AI. I know. We'll get into it. There's yeah. there is. A lot of interesting things to talk about, but yeah, this movie overall, I would say, is pretty dumb, but there's a lot of good here. Yeah. There's a lot of good here. So, we are 237, no, 270 years in the future, the year 2293. That's right. And we see, this is the probably the coolest image of the movie. I want a Zardoz head yeah. for my bookshelf. Yeah. It's just a giant head floating through space. And that's space, the sky. Yeah. And this is great because this is some of the set, you know, the just the cool fucking on-site shooting that we don't have anymore in Villanueva's Dune movie where it's just boring and green screens. Yeah. No. You get these beautiful Irish hills. They built a giant fucking head for this movie. Yes. Yes, please. More of this. Where is that head at? It doesn't <laughs> still exist. And if not, why did was it destroyed? I, I want to believe Borman lives in it. I want to believe it's on some street in L.A. and a guy selling hot dogs out of it. Because you know, did you notice? Well, of course you noticed <laughs> that the interior is like Dungeon Dragons. It's ten times bigger than the head. Yes, yeah. I loved it. It's the bag of holding. It's just infinite. <laughs> There's staircases winding up and down. Yeah. It's M.C. Escher paintings. There's women in bags. Oh yes. my God! I'm sorry. Yeah. We're going. We're going. So it's just floating. Zardoz is back. We're seeing little men on horses running around. They've got like the they, images of the stone head they, as yeah, masks. Yeah, yeah. Zardog mass, front and back. There's a face on the front and the back. Did you call him Zardog? Is that <laughs> no. like he's really in with you? So he's he, is, he is my Zardog, but no. Uh, I want one of those masks too. I want to be that. That would finish off the whole outfit ensemble I'm wearing. Right, fucking mask, and I could get away if it was embarrassing. No one would know because I'm wearing the Zardog. Is I think Taylor Swift's gonna try to fucking grease you, and she's gonna come over I, dressed you know, in the bandolier, just covering her nips, and she's gonna have the mask on. Griff, do you honestly think sex with Taylor Swift's good at all? <laughs> There's no way. There's nothing. There's nothing sexual about Taylor. She's an attractive woman. I think she's ugly. But there's nothing sexual about her. That's from my yeah. perspective. And I had sex with her, Greg. <laughs> and it was just it was just there. It's very it's very upper class white people sex. Yeah. Black yeah, girl yeah. named Taylor. Right. I need a wine cooler before I, I'm willing to look Where at there's your a penis. lot of negotiating. There's no just like getting into That's it. That's why you don't like consent forms, because you're <laughs> yeah. always just being Because it takes the spontaneity out of the situation. <laughs> oh, I'm going God. full Uther and she's just like, no. <laughs> no. But anyway, I digress. Sorry, guys. This is obviously a hot topic on Murray's mind. It just happened. <laughs> it just happened. I'm trying to recover from the dumping I gave her. <laughs> I mean, Wait till you hear my fucking song. Yeah, that's right, Taylor. I'm going to write a song about you. Flip the script. <sighs> All right. So we see they're known as the exterminators. All, do we live in a world there's two people, the Eternals, the 1%, yes. and the Brutals, yes. the 99%. Right. And amongst the Brutals... You have the exterminator they brutals. They are the cops, Griff. They are the cops. They are there. Even though they're lowly brutals, they're elevated slightly, slightly. by the eternal to 
So they will do the bidding just because they get that little like extra power right. over the Brutals. Again, if they cut 25 minutes, because this is an hour and 45, and they use every hour and 45 <laughs> yes. minutes. Literally, the movie ends. And there's no credits. It just ends, and then the movie's over at one forty-five. Yeah. Um, But, yeah, so they gave them just a little bit of elevation. That's all you need, like in real life. Just like in real life. It's yeah. like, you know... That's why you wonder, all you liberals out there, which I'm thinking majority of our listeners are liberal people. Probably, yeah. uh, you're like, why does working class white people vote Republican? Because they're allowed to look down on black people. And that's all they care about. As long as I have, my life is shit, but as long as somebody's life is shittier than mine, Just- I will follow you till the ends of the earth. Uh, I imagine like any Republican voter kind of in the same ilk as us not ilk, but same, you know, uh, income level, yeah. whatever you want to say, are the type of people yell at fast food workers. Because that's their favorite. To lord over. You don't know how to make a cheeseburger. That's just human. I'm not even going to say that's a Republican thing. That's okay. human nature. Okay. Everyone wants someone they can look down on. Because liberals look down on these people. Yeah, that's true. So it's just, yeah, sorry to break it to you people. People, human beings are all awful. And they all need someone. They only know they're awful, so they need someone they can look down on to feel better about them. That's right. And that's the thesis of this fucking movie. Yeah. Because we got the Eternals who think they're so great. Right. And the brut- and so they have the Brutals to look down on. I believe Borman said it. When technology advances, sometimes human emotion does not advance with it. Right. That's the whole... That was his, in a nutshell, of this movie. I agree with him. You like that. Okay. So, yes, we have the exterminators led by Zed, played by Sean Connery, who only did this movie because he was broke as fuck. Yep. He begged it because he was typecast as James Bond. So he must have burnt, even though, he, I don't know, maybe maybe the uh, James Bond people locked him into like a long contract. Because you think he would have, some, I mean, James Bond was huge. Mm. And he did like, what, like five of them or something? Right. So maybe they locked him into a shitty contract. He's broke. He can't get a job. He's just fucking, like, you're just James Bond. That's all you'll ever be. Which is yeah. shocking because he's the only James Bond guy to really have a big career after James Bond. Hmm. Everyone else is just kind of like, Roger Moore didn't really do anything after yeah, James Yeah, I Bond. never kept track of it. James yeah. Bonds are something where you just pop them in. And, and he like, got an Oscar for fuck's sake. No other James Bond has an Oscar, I don't think. Really? Yeah. Oh, wow. Untouchables. So he was, he was so broke, not only, because originally Burt Reynolds was going to be Zed. Because Borman had worked with him previously in Deliverance. Oh, all right, Deliverance. So something happened. Maybe maybe he had something he had to do. I don't remember what, but it's like, all right, we'll get Connery. Connery was like, hey, I'll do it. Yeah. So much to the point where he was like, how much are they gonna pay the guy that's gonna drive me to the set? And they're like, yada yada yada. yada. How about this? <laughs> how about I drive myself and you pay me his fucking paycheck? And they're like, yeah, we can do that. <laughs> So, I f- so thank God it worked out. Because Sean Connery's great. Thank God it worked out. I him. love it. I love his energy in this movie. I love I love one scene we'll talk about later, and I'll make sure to hit on that. Fantastic chest hair. It was Fantastic great. chest hair. I mean, we've talked about the scorpion tail before. Scorpion braid or yeah. what? Scorpion. I don't or is know. that our Nang Chen? He's got a Nang Chen, though. Okay. So, guys, like three years ago, me and Murray... This podcast was all about hairstyles. Yeah, we've kind of gone, we've grown a little bit from then. So well, you I gotta move remember. on. Yeah, yeah, you gotta move on. We don't, we don't berate our old bits all no. that often. No. Sometimes we do. We, we hammer, Sue Manchu. Well, we hammer the ground so much that even we get tired of them. <laughs> yeah. So but, he's got yeah. a great name check. Yeah, which, which explains why I, be, I bet a young Steven Seagal goes, 
That's it. That's it. That's my look. I couldn't see Bert with that sweet name, John. No. He's got too nice of a face. Connery's got that rugged face. Do you think Bert would have kept his classic stash, or he would have went fucking Fu Manchu like he uh, needed to? Like that was Connery that was the Zardoz outfit, meaty ass lamb chop, yeah, pork chop, I should say, sideburns, yeah. He maybe maybe over the pond, it's probably lamb chop over the. Over, it might over, be. Over it, it's probably lamb chop, yeah. But yeah, I don't think he could have pulled it off either. So Zardoz has landed this giant stone head. As far as they know, this stone is Zardoz. Stone head. Stone. My head. favorite Spinal Tap. I was gonna say Spinal Tap. Did you know they were gonna? They're doing a sequel. Why? It's forty years later. Please, stop. you got to strike while the iron's hot. Yeah. <laughs> forty years later. No. Their, their next do it. bit. It goes up to twelve. That's that's coming. You know that's uh, going to be in the movie. All right. So Zardoz the headlands and his his minions, the exterminators, rise. They're, it's like Planet of the Apes. They're on horseback with their guns and they're. It's a Trump rally. Come on, yeah. just call it what it is, and we'll kill those immigrants. Sorry, that's Trump's talk. Right. They're, they're poisoning our blood. Point. <laughs> hey, I've never read Mein Kampf. <laughs> that's his news. Great minds think alike. I guess. <laughs> So he's he's reminding them of the gifts of guns that he gave them. This is middle America, people. This is. Guns are good. The penis is evil. Make sure those other brutals cannot impregnate any other women. They don't want perk. Why? Because the Eternals, want, they, they know they're outnumbered. 1% against 99. Right. That's, that's that's a lot. Well, so they got to keep it to call the herd, if you will. Right. Half the half the controversy of immigrants coming in is Demo- or Republicans keep saying they're having babies and they're going to outnumber us soon, and then they'll all vote demo- Democrat. It's a dem- democratic conspiracy. Even though Hispanic people traditionally are very conservative, religious people. Uh, but... Florida Florida is like a great percent of Cuban and stuff, and they no. vote Republican all the time. So yeah, it's it's just basically you know. Call the herd because we want we want we we need these people to do the work for us the labor we don't want to do but we don't want them to outnumber us too much right so that's the job of the exterminators to keep right. the the numbers down very very uh there's, there's a lot of parallels to Logan's run in this movie yes very much population control well, pop, you know keep yeah. Yep, we're so, inside here, inside of our vortex, instead of like our the, own little bubble. Literally, yep. they're in bubbles in this fucking movie. Yeah, there's a lot of bubbles. Yeah. And it's that that was a bad look. But gun is good. Penis evil. Don't spread the brutal seed. And I bet you guys didn't think I could come up with a song about evil dicks, but I did. He did. That opener. Yeah. And I've been holding on to that one. He's been holding. Got to let go of that dick. It's a little erect. Go forth and kill. Vomits out. Zardoz. Stone. Great head. scene. Just, again. Spewing ammo and guns out of the mouth of the Zardoz. This is where I was hitting pause going to Courtney. What are you talking about? This movie's fantastic. Right. And then we see our man, Sean Connery, walk into frame, pulls out a revolver, points it right at us, the viewer, and shoots at the camera. All right. Credits roll. We come back Great through. heavy metal logo. It looked like a heavy metal band. Zarda. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And it was like it, it, it did like the font grew bigger in the middle. Yeah, great. Like a big old camel hump right in the middle of it. All right, now we see Zed emerging from a pile of grain. Where is he? He's in the head. Right. The cavernous head of Zardoz. And like you said, suddenly the head is a fucking mausoleum. <laughs> it is enormous. I think I saw Sly Stallone in the background impaling a guy on the stalactites hanging from the... Fuck, One man. of the teeth of Zardoz. That's incredible. Yeah. 
And yes, he's inside the mouth, the mouth of the line, if you will. Yeah. And there's, there's this is a recurring theme. I still haven't figured it out. There's naked people in plastic. If you're a toy collector, they would be called mint on card. Yes. Because they're 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 in wrapped in plastic. I didn't get this. I didn't no. get this part. I don't yeah. think they ever really fully explained this. No. Because we know they do some weird genetic shits later. We'll yeah. find that out. But it didn't make sense for it to be in the head flying around. Right. Is this Arthur gets bored and he likes to take these women out and fuck <laughs> them and then put them back in the bag? I don't know because he thinks of himself as a god. Zardoz. Yeah. I don't know. Because we learn later that he is in charge of the Outlands, which is where the Brutals live. Right. And it's basically he can do whatever he wants. So right. maybe you're right. Maybe it's just these fuck toys that he keeps like on ice. Maybe it's a cryogenic thing. Like they're out, so he doesn't have to feed them or deal with them. He puts them in the plastic. Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. that type. He's really yeah. into. You know, there's a porn. Like porn has gotten so much inspiration from this movie. You got uh, uh, what I see. Arthur's thing is what they call free use porn. Where the person just goes completely blank, and you, you know, the guy would just go up and fuck them. That's what's going on here. Yeah, I've heard of that. I don't get that. That's that. That's much like fucking Taylor Swift, bro. Much like yeah. she's free use all the time. She's just laser. Yeah. No, no, no. Weird. So two person dance. Everybody. He's lurking around. He's he's checking out the 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 product. Naked people. Right. We we're naked men too, weren't there? It wasn't there, just women. Yeah. There okay. was a couple Equal, opportunity, Equal opportunity. Rapist. Opportunity. Of course, this is Northern Ireland. There's no people of color there. No. Just well, there it's pasty color. Pasty. <laughs> negative color. Various uh, shades of white. Yes. Eggshell. Yeah. Milk. Uh, snow. I don't snow. Know. <laughs> sure. Okay. So he's lurking around looking for something, and then he sees Arthur Frayne come out, and he's yeah. like lurking by the mouth, like peering outside of the mouth. Like you would. I would love to watch. Great like, view. To fly over those Irish hills and just fucking look out. Look at all the fog. Because even there's f so much fog. There's so He's flying so low that it, all he's looking out and seeing is fog. Zed spots Arthur and just shoots him. Yeah. Yo, fool! Without me, you're nothing! A pointless bore. That's I Arthur. could have shown you the world! That's Aladdin's line. So he Floats. He doesn't even fall. He floats out. Yeah, the fog's so thick. And he's just like giving his little diatribe, and then he fucking splats. We come to Zed. He arrives in a small little village. The the vacant. Yeah, the head fly because the head can apparently go. There's a invisible shield. These the cities are called vortexes, mm -hmm. where the internals. I, apparently, there's more than just this one. Yeah, village we're in we vortex see. four. Okay. And it, and the head can trans can go through the 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 barrier, right? So it lands, which is we learned this is Zed's plan. So it lands. There's a little village, like you said. This yep. is where it's kind of the opposite of uh, Logan Run, in that even though they are they rule the world, it's a very uh, humble world they live in. They're not just like fucking getting high like Logan's Run. Oh yeah, we're not doing like the Brave New World, Logan's Run. Let's right. just fuck and do drugs all the time. I and mean, they make their own bread. We see that. Right. Everybody works. Everybody does same work. In yeah. fact, uh, that becomes. And they an live issue a very later. humble life. They don't live an extravagant life. Yeah. So that's it. Everything, to use the words of David Berman, is very democratic and cool. 
Yes. Aubrey will get that. So Zed is checking out. He sees there's a grain mill. He looks at that. He goes into an area where there's apparently hydroponic weed being like grown. Oh, you know that's Dennis' favorite part of that scene. <laughs> yes. Oh shit. He's got that same literally just mission. plants in bags. Bags. Man. It's so weird. And then he finds like uh he he notices a draft coming in, so he finds a sonic. Well, of course screen. he would. He's fucking half naked. <laughs> Well, he's got those boots covering all the way up to his thigh. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the Vampirella I'm boots telling on. you, you're going to see her on tour. Taylor, she's going to be wearing these Zardoz because totally she's going to try to get you back. She'll you're come be... in. There'll be, a, there'll be a, my head like Zardoz flying in. She yep. comes out of the mouth. Yes, yes. Yeah. You see, the first half of the album is going to be how broken she was when, she, when you left her. The second half of the album is going to be about trying to get you back uh, whatever Olivia Newton-John and Grease style where she's like, I'm a bad girl really? now. Really? It's not going to be a, a, just her saying she's so much stronger without me? No. that seems to be the every single song written by a woman yeah. is either you're a piece of shit or you're still a piece of shit, but I'm so much stronger dealing with your no. shit. No. First half's going to be like that. It's going gonna, it's gonna to escalate to that point. But I'm going to be the guy to finally break Taylor. But then song seven out of 12, it's going to be, and I'm ready to fuck. Work on it, Taylor, because it wasn't that good. <laughs> a lot of teeth, Griff. Though, like I just, uh... <laughs> so he finds that hidden door because there's a draft coming in. And like you yeah. said, he's wearing next to nothing. Yeah. Prize it open. We're seeing we go up a little staircase, and there's a nice little cozy uh, uh, abode up here. Got Neanderthal uh, it's photos. It's like a study, if you will. Yeah, planets. Books, books, all yeah, all yeah. this shit. Jack in the Box for some reason. So it's much like uh, the baby doll in Planet of the Apes that they find yep. in the subway. He's like remnants of the past. Horoscopes. And then uh, Arthur's got his own magic AI. Yeah, he's got. They, they wear rings. Where it's much like a Siri type thing. Yep. Where they, they wear a ring instead of a, like a bracelet or whatever the fuck. It, it's like our personalities went into our cell phones and talked back at us instead of having Siri or whatever. Right. And we get a little hologram face of Arthur Frayne. Yeah. And of course, that's going to freak the fuck out of uh, Zed here. Right. He tries to like shut it off. Because he, he just killed this man. Right. And then he hears something some outside. These people are arriving with the grain that was in Zardoz's mouth. Right. Because that's the whole point of the head is to to get the grain that they need to make their bread, because all they do is eat bread. A lot of carbs in right. this world. A lot of carbs. And as we learn from Zed, I don't eat that shit. I eat meat. He's right. keto. He's, 1,000%. Mr. Midwest. He's not, I'm not some pussy vegan. Wait, 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 wait. You want to suggest I don't eat meat 30 times a week? No, fuck you. Fuck you, meat. AOC. It's what's for dinner. Me, I literally uh, put meat into my fruit smoothies. <laughs> Pretty better. I'm from the Midwest. So... Yeah, he, it's an alien world to him. These fucking vegans. I mean, it doesn't help they had to tell you every fucking other word they're vegan. Right. So he's skulking around. He's, you know, he's hiding in the bush and everything. He knows already. He's already intuited how to talk to the ring. And he's asking, what am I, what am I walking in here? Those are flowers. What is their purpose? They're pretty. Look at them. See, because they live in this harsh environment. They don't see the beauty. They don't. They they're too busy looking at their finger graph. They don't see the fucking heavenly glories yeah. out in the brutal <laughs> on the outlands. Thank you, Bruce. They're Lee. trying to survive. Yeah, much like we are, the ninety nine percent. you know what? It looks like uh, it looks like the fucking outlands out in my front yard right now, with all the mud and slop and people, right. you know, trying to grow weed out there. 
Not a topless woman to be found. But there are in the Vortai. Oh, my God. They've got those tiny little doily tops on. There's so much t- small boob, bottom boob action happening here. I think they here. had that small boobs because, like you said, those outfits they were wearing, little, little in the imagination, these Fell off. Yeah, they, they fell. Put, it was like they just tied some napkins together. Yeah, it, like the chase. The amount of chase boobs is fantastic. I like yeah. a chase boob as opposed to like the horror movies that are just like here's some giant tits really close. Now we do get one scene where one woman was very busty, and this string was like trying so hard to keep it in there. Maybe that was Borman's daughter. Maybe. <laughs> Because she does, you know, we, we always point. Well, we've only done one, <laughs> one movie. I don't think she was in Deliverance, but he always puts her daughter, his daughter, in movies to show her tits. I don't know what that <laughs> is. I don't know. But yes, we see a topless woman, little perky little tits, riding a horse, and he gives chase, but she disappears. So Zed ends up on a beach, and he's just in there. He's drinking it all up. He's like, "Fuck, man! There's no blood. There's no this is how fluid. This is how. This Sorry. is how advanced they are. It's not water. It's energy drinks." My God. It's actually vitamin water. Holy shit. Yes. I should have recognized because of that crystally raspberry dragon <laughs> yeah. punch, I think it's called. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Dragon punch. <laughs> and we see, this is where we meet May, who, like, these people are so, they've advanced so much in the 270 years from now that we have, they have telepathy. Yes. They, much like, much again, I, I keep calling back to Planet of the Apes, beneath the Planet of the Apes, where the humans who did survive have they also, uh, for some reason, they think we're going to get, get telepathic powers. Right. Like well, now, is telepathy just communicating with the brain, or can it harm brain, too? I thought, well, no, telekinesis, telekinesis is moving. Telekinesis is moving things. Yeah. Telepathy is reading minds. Because they do, they do like, brain shock to other people. Yes. Yeah. That, yeah. They Professor X. Yeah. They, well, they, you can do good, and you can do evil. With you know, it. speaking of professor- it's like a gun griff. Yeah, it's how you use it. It's yes. not. It's not the gun itself. It's not the telepathy itself. It's the user. Right. I want to point out. There, no, I'll get to it later. He spots her. His first. He all he he's been bred to kill. So yeah. His first instinct is shoot that born. fucker. Said I'm born. Said I'm born to kill. Shoots it, May, but the the bullet like ricochets or something. It doesn't hit her. Right. And she just fucking gets him in the mind tussle, just fucking headlock, full Nelson mind grab. Yeah, so here's the problem, and I, they even run into it with the X-Men movies, like you said, Professor X. How do you show a mind battle? How do you, like, because you got to do your hand gestures. Well, like, I know you don't do you the one peer. scene where the guys are <laughs> That one scene, do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't Where remember. there's the mind battle going on between the man and the yes, woman. Yes, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to show that. It is so hard. There's a lot of like this like putting your putting your finger at the side of your temple and like squinting. Now and... would you say that um oh shit, Michael Ironside uh, He did the yes, he did the best in scanners. Scanners, thank you. Yeah. They did a good job. And then of course with the production you had to put in the whirring noise, you know, the Exactly. That's how telepathy works. And they they did it in this movie, so they yeah. did a good job. So yeah, he's being uh, con- mind controlled, basically subdued by May. Right. Asking him, "How the fuck did you get here? What are you doing here?" Right. Because how did a brutal get into their pristine world? Do you think you died? Do you think that's what he heaven? believes? He's like, "I must have died." I mean, because I'm in the vortex. Yeah. 
And then she's like, no, I have to I have to go go to the memory chamber. I got to interrogate you. So Borman's idea of the future, of course, is like all of our ideas of the future. Crystals, diamonds everywhere. Right. Yeah. And naked bodies pressed against glass. You know what? Borman did do a lot of research. He was going around to uh, cults and everything. Yeah. Communes, there were a lot of those back hippie, then. Yeah. Hippie communes and all right. that. And They're that's what he was doing a study on for this movie. So it makes sense that... This uh, whole civilization is, is the way this, it is. I, I get confused because later there's the pyramid, the glass pyramid he gets sucked into. I know. Th- that room looks like this room. Right. It's just, He's sprawled out on a table. He's like laid out ready to get a blowjob or a massage or something. It's the Got room. his hands behind his head. Yeah. Instead of having the headrest where usually when you were getting a massage, you would have the face thing. So your face would be kind of, you know, it's the horseshoe. Yeah. They, that's just missing. And he's just laying on this table holding himself up. <laughs> This is where Connery's, like, little charm, you know, from being, like, a successful actor in this weird little movie comes through. Because he's got that smirk on his face, like, um, because we're going into this scene. So let's go into this scene. Uh, where we're seeing just, they have a screen. Yes, it's obviously where we can see his thoughts. And we can see, do we see the bodies in here, too? Yes, there's, there's like, glass walls with naked bodies just pressed against In bags. That I don't get. Were yeah. they in bags? I thought they were just naked. I thought some of them were in bags Could've too, been. because it's kind there of is, like the there head. is there is a yeah bag. Yeah, thing we'll later. we'll get that. Yeah. Uh, and so we're seeing all this, but we're also just we're playing. They're ca- they're calling into like it's Siri, uh, Zed's brain, and they're playing back memories. And like he's really proud of this one, and it's him running along the, along the beach, yeah. shooting the... people. <laughs> yes. He nets a woman. Yes. And I think it was her, Nova from Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Rips off her potato sack. And, and then just we, get, we get a shot that's like right up uh, Connery's taint. <laughs> and he dry rapes her, man. Because he's, he doesn't pull off the fucking underoos. We leave that to our imagination, thankfully. We don't want to see rape. Yeah. It's an ugly thing. And he and they're like, they're disgusted by it. Because there's two women. There's May. Yeah, May, who we just met. Who is who is. Interested, she's like Zira from Planet of the Apes. She wants to study him. She's the scientist. And then we have Consuela, Consuela. who is like the gorilla from Planet of the Apes, Orko, who's like, kill this. Yeah. this. This is nothing but trouble. Right. Kill him. Right. There's no reason to do this. And but, she's like, this is the first brutal to enter our world. We need to study him. How did he get in here? Right. There's a lot of things we can learn from this situation. No, no, no. Ears in my head. Whatever. Not listening. But... They continue to probe his brain. Come on, give us something else. Give us something more recent. They're trying to. Yeah. And he's he, shutting them off. He, he's fighting them. He does give them a recent one, though. Because yeah. he gives them one of the people farming for him. And a guy right. falls over, and Connery just looks at him, shrugs his shoulder, and shoots the guy. Well, that's all he knows. That's his job. Right. You know? He's like, I'm standing my ground. Right. So, May and Consuelo, they're, again, they're con- just like, what the fuck? We're going to have to vote on this. There's no way everyone's going to be behind this whole thing, like he's talking about forced farming. We've never been. Well, about yeah, that. because they, they much like what we do in America with the Mexicans who come here. We hate them, yet we like exploiting their labor. So th- we we get the idea that the the internals have been farming for themselves, but now they're forced. They're forcing the the brutals to farm because before it was just kill the brutals, right? And now it's like don't kill the brutals. We need them for their labor. Yeah. So Consuelo's like, what? Who? 
She was like, what? why did we do this? Why what? couldn't we just be self-sufficient? What's Arthur been up to? Right. Because Arthur is controlling the Outlands because no one else wanted to do it. Right. So Consuela's just like, we never agreed to the, the Brutals being used like this. Right. We just want them killed. We yeah. don't want them. We just want them killed. <laughs> That's all we wanted. We don't want them uh, force farming for us. So May is like, I, no, give me some time. I want to study. She's like, no, we have to decide on a group whether you can study him or not. So they, of course, uh, we saw that Sean Connery, Sean Zed, Zed Connery, <laughs> Zed stole Arthur's ring, and he was right. walking around and talking into it. So they get Zed's ring, or not Zed's ring, but uh, Arthur's ring, and they're talking into it, saying, "Play." Was, so play. was yeah, I guess that was Arthur's study that he was in. Yeah, it was. Okay. Oh, a hundred percent was. Okay. So they play uh, Arthur's death scene. Right. But they don't they play they show him after he got shot. Exactly. Right. All we see is him fall into the fog and she's like, uh, enhance backwards, rewind three seconds. No, we cannot. You know better. And so they're like, Arthur's dead. Uh no no no, Arthur is not dead. See there? We're growing a new Arthur. So we see a fetus in a bag. Right. They're, they're and they can't pin this on Zed. They can't pin the murder on Zed. They're confused yeah. about how Zed got in So there. much like Logan's Run, kind of like Logan's Run, because Logan's Run, they're still fucking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In this one, they're beyond fucking. Yes. They're just, we just clone people now. They don't even sleep. It's, they it's, don't do it's any for, of this. That's something the Brutals do. Murray. Much like now, rich people would rather just fucking binge TV, while poor people who don't have a TV are busy fucking. That's right, because yeah. that's the best form of entertainment. <laughs> yeah. that is a, it's the cheapest form of entertainment. That is a great form of entertainment. Yeah. Uh, you know, I when I was watching this scene, I, I got reminded of a comic that I really enjoyed recently. Hickman's uh, Powers of X and, you know, that series. Yeah, the X-Men books. It was so. all about that kind of thing. People would die. They would recreate them with their... Right. He was inspired by this movie. That was the last good comic run that I read with some of that uh, X-Men and Power of X stuff. Well, yeah. So, no. They, they, that much. Well, they're immortal, obviously. Yeah. You can even destroy the body, and they still come back. Right. So there's Arthur. He's a little fetus. He's getting fed. So like May is like, no, I'm. I got to study this guy. I'm going to study him. And Cuswell's like, no, we're not. Kill this guy. So, so now gotta, we just yeah, the we, tribunal. We got to take him before them. We take it. They got the community center here. They refer to this group. Because we're going to learn that there's more people amongst Vortex 4, but the community is like the people still with it. And we should say, even though they don't tell us this right at this moment, the AI is called the Tabernacle. Tabernacle. Tabernacle okay. basically sees to all their needs. It's their AI. Hearing Sean Connery say Tabernacle was tabernacle. very it was very satisfying. I really liked every time. Where's the Tabernacle? I loved it. So we're taken in front of the community center where they got the big, big screen and the surround sound right. system. Yeah. It's real good. Beautiful. Real good. And we're watching again his memories, you know, letting people see the evidence. Like, can we decide, should we keep him alive? Should we kill him? Do you know what Borman just did here? No, it is. It's the invention of real of reality TV. This is the Kardashians. This is Except my- This is actually exciting, yeah. watching him kill people. Yeah. yeah. Uh. <laughs> when are we going to get that? <laughs> so we get a replay of what Maine Consuela said. He rapes the woman again he shoots some people all the people in the crowd are like oh my god that's so fascinating and they're getting in there and they're smelling him and they're plucking his shoulder hair and they're just like he's just a generic brutal and like no i'm not my mother was chosen my father was chosen only we could breed all for the chosen so that's once again that's how you get these guys to kill their fellow brutals 
No, 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 no. You're special, Zed. Right. You're chosen. The the exterminators are actually chosen. They're bred specially to be exterminators. Right. So we're getting... It's very interesting that that was like Zed's basically... His first words here was, you know, piping up about this. And a guy's pointing out... We already kind of mentioned this, but no one wanted to run the Outland, so we just gave it to Arthur... Arthur's an artist, you know, he's one of those, he's yeah, beyond he's liberal. He's one of those artist types. He's far out there. He's got a crystal up his ass all the time. And this is where we we learn, we meet a new character, Friend. Literally named Friend. Who is just, he's one of those guys, you know the type, he's bored with everything. He's yeah. just, he knows it all, he's seen it all. We're living in a boring world. You live forever. Right. That would be the most boring thing ever. That's why people secretly, eternal secretly hunger for death. Right. Because they after a while, like you said, you've seen it all. You watch Seinfeld so many times. You can only watch it more. Oh my After God. 10 times, you're done. That's right. That's why the clip shows are the best, because you right. finish the whole series in like an hour. So he's just like, hmm, who, let me, what did you bring in this time, May? And he's like feeling up, rubbing he's the sm- chest hair. He's smelling his armpits. <laughs> and like he smells his hair. He goes full Biden, smells his hair, gets a good whiff on there. Like, this monster is fascinating. And May is like, I can't wait to dig in on this guy. I want to study his mind, his body, his soul. And Consuelo's like, eh, 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 no, remember? Equilibrium. Consuelo's favorite word in this movie is equilibrium. She's always throwing it out there. No room. No room. Why don't they just kick him out? Why do they have to kill him? Right. It's, a, it's, it's, it's very much... Uh, Borman predicted 2023. Very much one side or the other. There's no nuance. You're right. There's it's no middle down here. It's just fucking yeah. kill him or keep him. Right. And they're saying we have just enough to keep everybody we have right now. There's been no new births. There's been no new deaths. There's no room for him. Yeah, because so. I was like, he's dangerous. He's a rapist. He probably is in a gang. D- he is darker than <laughs> us. He was. He actually had a tan. You know, he had a darker skin. So you saw you saw it right there. He's raping a woman and killing people. Right. Get rid of him. They're they're doing this whole thing too, where they're like, look at him though. He's completely subdued. He has not attacked anybody. He knows he's in slight danger here. So I don't. Okay, May wanted to study him. Why is friend given Zed as a, a slave, basically? I don't know. I guess this is just part of the <laughs> science guess, experiment. I guess you know? what May's done with him. It's like, well, have him be your slave. Right, I, I think they agreed on it. I think I think they do a quick vote here too. And friend basically treats him like a fucking pet. Yeah, he can do whatever he wants with him. Oh, you're are you jumping ahead? I'm right here. You're right here. Okay. Where he's given to friend because they're like leaving the chamber. Oh yeah, no. Okay. Yeah. Because there's the moment there where Zed or friend gets in Zed's ear and is like, "Hey man, I really like you," and then licks his hand. I, I, don't, I don't remember that scene. Yeah, well, you jumped over it, so I, okay. I just... I thought that was interesting, because Zed, is, is this... I what, like you, sly monster, do you hear me? Right. Is this what Friend's been missing in his life? Did he never realize he could... No one's got chest hair. Exactly. They're just little twinks. They're all twinks. He's a bear in a twink world. I mean, he's a twink himself. He wants a bear, though. Or Zed's right. the bear yeah. in the twink. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. The novelty of Zed is he's a bear in a twink world. Right. They so, can't do anything for themselves. So this is where we get the vote, and it's really okay. weird because they do a high-pitched noise, and they show faces, and they all had like a hand gesture too. Yes, it was like, talk to the hand, girl. There was, was some like, talk to the hand. Consuela did that move. There, was a, there were some Trump accordions <laughs> and then dancing. One guy danced. <laughs> like, it was very interesting. Very democratic. Very cool. 
and they vote that three weeks. You got 21 days. Okay. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry to. You I, know. No, I got a little ahead. You're yeah, right. Yeah. You were right. All right. So the next morning, friend is given. Zed is given to friend. Well, because yep. he's in a cell. He's in a cage. Much, much. Planet of the Apes, people. Planet of the Apes. He's in a fucking cage with hay. As soon as you said that, I was like, fuck, there is a lot of parallels to Planet of the yes. Apes. Yeah. And he takes Zed out of the cage, and he immediately starts beating. He's, he's got that whip, and he's walking him down. Because with... everyone wants to know what happened to Arthur. Right. And this is friend's chance to ask him. So he's whipping. And then he starts hitting him with that psychic dagger. And he's like, what did you do with Arthur Frey? How did like how did he go down? We know he died. How did you, did you push him? Did you shoot him? What? He's not budging. He's right. still keeping up with mental blocks. I I don't know how he knows how to do it, but well, he does we'll it learn well. later on. Yeah, we'll we'll but, learn. We'll learn. So Zed is like friends like fuck it. I need you to clean up my fucking apartment. So right. come with me. So we got all kinds of historic art figures yeah. and everything. All the Greek and Roman statues. We got paintings because friend is an appreciator of the arts. Are you ready? This is my Connery. Is this your God's house? It's like, no, dear boy. There are no gods here. We are the gods. Now move that painting there over there. We literally just see him, uh, Zed moving things from here to there while friends sits at a... You get a little a... gag where he punches a finger hole through a painting. Yeah. You know? And then he's trying to polish off a clock with a rag, and it chimes on him, and he freaks out. Hey, never seen her one. Hey, boy, you don't even know what time is. So... May is ready to do some more examination. She takes him to the the glass uh, pyramid where he just gets sucked into it. Right. And again, we were kind of talking about this a minute ago because he was already in one investigation chamber. Yeah. And now he's pushed into this. Maybe he was already he was in the the pyramid in the first scene too, but they just didn't show it. Right, because this the interior of this is the exact same. Yeah, it's naked people pressing into glass right. and, and it's th- view screen. And there's a table there for him yeah. to lay on. So right. I I don't get it. But hey, whatever. But it was funny because he gets like literally sucked into the pyramid. He's like, whoa! Yeah, yeah. They made it a much more dramatic of an entry. And once we get in there. We're, I think this is where we like view his DNA and everything cr- crossing yeah. over the screen his and genomes. All that yeah, shit. and they're like, "Wow, you are like a perfect specimen. Hairlines perfect, chest hairs perfect, knees perfect. What the fuck?" And then we get a cut in. We need to build out this world. We need yeah. like a D plot to right. this movie. This is an alert. This is an alert. They're breaking in like the OJ trial, but it's the George Sadin trial. Yeah. And he's being accused. Santos trial. He's being accused of negative vibes, and they don't want negative. They don't want negative vibes in this world. This vortex, especially not this second level. Mellow out, or you will pay, as Joe Biafra said. Right. That's right. So the second level is the place they all go to to be in Nirvana or whatever. Isn't that the replace for sleep? Yes, you're right. It's the replacement for sleep. So this guy was doing some dirty deeds in the second level. Yes, he had some constructive criticism. He actually said, you know, just, I'm not cool with whatever that he's not cool with. Right. You, the female Ghostbusters movie was a bad idea. And then May's like, he's lying! He's like, I, I just said maybe Bill Murray, you know, yeah. cameo. No, you're lying! All right, now, so we're setting up this world where it's like, Mellow out or you'll pay. Don't, don't fuck up the vibes. Right. You're, you're, you're out. Right. So next day, Zed is working in the kitchen. That's right. This is where we, this is that stone structure, or 
This is where they were like grinding all the grain and everything he first walked into. Now it's being fully worked. It's got all the people making the bread. It's green bread. Right. So green it's bread. straight out of Dr. Seuss. Very science fiction. Very Dr. Green Seuss. Green bread. Yeah. Make it, whatever food is, make it green. Just make it green. Make, that makes it automatically science fiction. Right. So he's got to serve the bread at this big. Uh, is, I mean, is, is, oh, every, I, is every. Are you, are you going to the dinner table? No, I'm not. Oh, okay. But is everybody equal in this world? Because it seems like there is a hierarchy. Like Consuela, May, and Friend are higher up. It seems like they have the uh, higher education jobs. You're right about yeah. that. But then again, it seems like everybody has to do these jobs at some point. So I don't know. Maybe, yeah, maybe that's it, you know. Yeah, maybe uh, maybe they all get to play scientists, and this just happened to be May's week to play scientists. Okay, so, yeah, so he's got to get the bread, and then the people, like, they're so, like, there's, oh, my God, there's something new happening in the vortex, so they just want to touch him. Yeah. And touch the chest hair. Right. Woman gets in there, is feeling him up I've and never, everything. What is that, a mustache? Because... Arthur had to draw a fucking mustache. He can't even grow a fucking beard. You know what? I didn't even think about that. None yeah. of the men in this world had yeah. any facial hair twinks. or body hair. So Because they're, they're twinks. Yeah, of course. It, it, that would be fascinating. They're physically weaker, mentally p- more powerful. That's right. It's like how, they, how we always pr- uh, depict aliens. Because they're so mentally advanced, they're always these frail little twink bodies. Mm-hmm. Hairless. Hairless. Yeah, there you go. Okay, so yeah, he's getting felt up by this woman, and this is again where Connery's authority and charm as a as established actor just come through because he's just like looks down at the woman like, "What are you doing?" and just carries on. And as he's walking out of the uh, out of the granary here, friends walking in, he walks in and starts talking backwards. He starts talking like he's a man in the in the, in the other place. I forget what it's called, the man in the other place. Whatever, the Black Lodge, all that shit from David yeah. Lynch. Satan rules. You know, he's like, yeah, yeah. he's backmasking. And all the girls are laughing and clapping backwards. It's it's startling. It's and as they walk out, like you mentioned earlier, we see the psychic showdown where a guy's just flailing. And like, that's like, what the fuck is that? Right. I know people don't want to hear this brought up, but South Park also did the psychic showdown. Cartman had a mentalist thing going on, too. I was a reference to Zardoz. There is, in the very last uh, uh, Venture Brothers, there was a Zardoz reference. There was the floating head. Yeah. It's everywhere. So, So, and he has to pull friend in a rickshaw. Yep. And this is where we get the conversation, because he's asking him, is that man going to be punished for that? Like, oh dear boy, we don't, we don't. Is he going to be killed? He's like, we don't kill here. Well, he's asking, what are you even going to do about it? You don't have police. You don't have executioners. We learn because they're immortal. What's the the most horrible thing to be an immortal old person? Yeah. So they age you, right? Physically, everybody in the community votes on it. They all get their say, and then they'll be sentenced to aging. Aging? What are you talking about? Oh boy, when you're an immortal, you know the worst thing is to be yeah. immortal. And you don't want to be like eight, like Ed Asner and become a Dracula, a vampire. Right. It'd be horrible, right? Look at me. I used to be twenty, and you know I committed a crime here and a crime there. I've said some offensive things, some indiscretions. Yeah, and so I'm not as young as I used to be. That's what happens. Three weeks, three months. That guy gets three months. That, that three months. I'd watched. Oh. And so it's like, if you're bad enough, do you die? No, we don't let people die. 
Instead, if you're real, if you're a renegade, if you're just incorrigible, you cannot be controlled. They give you the punishment of senility, where you're insane and you're old, and they keep you in this little like area, right? Where there's a nonstop party happening. It's nonstop New Year's Eve party. <laughs> Everybody's always celebrating. The balls dropping. Dick Clark's there. Amazing, because he looks young. He's the world's oldest teenager. I know he's the world's oldest. So and they're 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 Zed is there to like drop off the food for them. They're they're not cruel. They do feed these people, right? But they're they they're they they're basically artificially like insanity, so they won't make any trouble, right? Because they're the troublemakers, right? So they're the, the uh, what the fuck were the the Cubs the reverse of the Cubs from uh, Logan's Run? Oh, the good call, yes, good call. Another parallel to Logan's Run. But, of course, set, uh, friends telling him, we're going to go right in and right out here because these people are fucking wacky. Right. So they do just that. Because they're making the rounds. I guess apparently this is friends week to feed everybody. Right. So they drop off the food at the Renegades, and now it's to the next Drop place. off. They're literally just throwing loaves. <laughs> like Fred, just from the back, is just throwing loaves, like slinging arrows. You fucking, know? He's, he's fucking... Tom Bradying it. He's tight spiral of that baguette. Spiral. Yeah. There's some hollows. There's some baguettes. There's all kinds of good birds. So now we go to the next place. Melancholy town. People who have given up. They're apathetic. Right. Because they've seen it all. Don't they're just, this is their constant state. <sighs> you bring up, hey, did you see the new fucking, you know, episode of uh, King of Queens? <laughs> <sighs> King of Queens came out of your head? <laughs> <laughs> Brad Garrett's hilarious, and no one would no, ever. Oh yeah, no, that ain't, that ain't the King of Queens. You're talking oh, about shit. everybody. Kevin loves James, Raymond. yeah, because oh. he's a meme now. People love the Kevin James. They really do love those memes. And the girl was a Scientologist. The woman, excuse yeah, me. Yeah, Leah Remini. Yeah. So, like, uh, what you were talking about? What was that? What's that? That that sex thing you were talking about? Oh, for use. That's this is the free use basically village yeah. because they don't care right because because fucking Zed he likes him feisty he likes him to fight right so he, he goes up to one of them he's like you can fuck her if you want to I'm a good boy see he Zed is into the consensual rape fantasy exactly. like that's how he's put it in his mind because we know he we're gonna learn Zed's been educated so he was into the consensual rape. And now he's get he's doing like this free use thing. He's like, no, this is not good for me at all because they happen under like this little I don't know stable or whatever. And George or friend is busy. Right. He's just like, well, he gets like a, a, a the, an update on the George Satan trial. Everyone's riveted by that. Yeah. And it's like, oh, his friend's like he's guilty, guilty as charged. Friend, friend was into it. No, friend was like, man, I want to let this guy walk. Like, he, he was listening to because he this time we hear George's defense and he's saying, "Oh, you know what? George didn't say it all yet. I don't think. I think George was just saying, like, no, I didn't do it. It's it, it wasn't me. Stop it. Well, no, he's finally pleading guilty. That's George. right. Anybody blames? He's looking for an excuse. He's like, this is my third rebirth. All right, shit happens. When you die for the and come back for the third time, right? And then he, and then he's like, "Fuck it." You know what? Fuck that. I stand by everything I said. Right. King of Queens is horrible. Kevin James sucks. Leah Remini sucks. She loves Scientology. Fuck all y'all. Suck on that. I want the fucking death. I want to suck Death's dick. I want to feel his hot load of 
nothingness all over While me. While that's going on, Zed notices the appetite women. He's like, are you going to use these? He, he's reaching under her little doily yeah. string top. He's and like, friend, are, are you using this? Can I can I borrow this? Oh, my boy. Just go ahead. Take her over there to the hay. Literally roll in the hay. Well, like we said, Zed likes the rough stuff. If they ain't fighting, it doesn't get them hard. So he's just like, boner killer. This chick's not into it. And we learned, he's like, oh, dear boy, apathy, it's the latest thing. It's sweeping all through the vortexes. That's what's going to happen to all of us. <laughs> so Zardoz. Uh, and that's probably why they had to uh, farm out, no pun intended, the farming to the, the Brutals. Right. Literally, Friend starts telling them, yeah, Arthur started forcing the Brutals into farming because we needed to feed these yeah. fuckers. They're not taking care of themselves. We have perfect equilibrium in the community. We don't have it over here. These people can't do shit. Now, like we just said, Zed likes it when they fight back. So he's not getting what he needs. So he's got the fucking blue balls of the century. He flips the fuck out, starts trashing shit. Yes. Rages out. My fucking balls are killing me. We get the, I, I don't know if we said it, we get the final say on George. Five, Five years. fucking years. Aging. You do not talk shit about King of Queens. No, no, <laughs> no. I'm surprised it wasn't 20. Five is a light sentence. So now we're getting like I guess we're we're bringing um, Zed back into the communal area. Thank you. Yes, we're like learning about what a brutal is. How do you do sex ed in a civilization? He doesn't care about sex. That doesn't have sex anymore. So we get this beautiful graphic of a limb penis, and then the penis getting erect. They, I, they sh- I thought it was. A little over the top when they had a sound effect. It was it was yeah, a lot, yeah. yeah. And she's kind of, Consuela. She's frigid as fuck, right? She is like disgusted, but it has to be told, right? I know, I know. Enough with the gasps. It's okay. It's a penis. We've all seen them before. We're gonna talk about. We never we ceased the ability to have Get the uh, uh, um, unintended erection. And so now that why because according to her, there's always a connection between fear and violence yes. and boners. Yes, and, and, we, and I I gotta agree because Zed only wants them if they're not fighting, he can't get it up. So right. maybe there's something to what she's saying. That's you know what she's dead on with that, and so that's what makes it seem really. And she's like, in fact, many criminals who were hung died with boners. What does that tell you? What does that tell you? I'm gonna go ahead and put out a few movies, and. We will She's all like, be, check this out. We will all be perfectly cool, <laughs> but one man in this audience will not be perfectly cool. He will be hard as a rock. So first, we just get a woman like in a shower, soaping her tits up, and he's just like, they're like they're look they're looking. Everyone's staring at his dick, yes. waiting for the show. Consuela is literally doing like the meme of the black woman who's uh, <laughs> hunched over with her hands on her knees, bent over, you know, like looking ahead. She's doing that right into his penis, and then she's like, "I I got something." Mud because the soapy bubbles. <laughs> right. We get the shot again. I was saying that Connery's got the great facials in this movie. Right. This was his best facial in this movie, and right. I'm not saying that because he. Gave someone a facial. His reaction to her being excited, like thinking he's, he's like, going to really? get. I've been out in the Outlands for fucking 40 years. I've seen some shit. We just talked about Soapy it. Soapy tits. Fear. Violence. Yeah. 
consensual rape. Like, that's what he's into. He just had the fucking blue ball experience. He's not into this shit. And so he's got this sm- like this look on his face like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> really? So bringing tits. this shit to me? Soapy tits? This is teenage horror bullshit. I don't want this. And then, like, oh, I got something better. Mud wrestling. Dirty South bullshit. Two women wrestling in the mud. That's right. Which, Again. which, remember, this is the 70s. Mud wrestling, the peak of mud wrestling. I don't know. What, how did we ever lose the art of mud wrestling, Rip? <laughs> Well, they we, switched to well, Vaseline. I swear, like, fucking hipsters want to bring back everything from the past. Can we bring mud wrestling back? <laughs> all right? Cause I want to witness that. I have no interest in strip clubs. I do want to see at least one time some mud wrestling. <laughs> all right? Because I remember. That was a big thing. I, I big thing but you'd see like in stripes yeah you'd see mud wrestling when i was a kid and i never got to experience that number one when the bullet comes back griff because there was mud wrestling yes it's funny that you bring that up because i definitely did throughout my childhood think that think that uh mud wrestling was gonna be a bigger part of my adult life it just died out it's tragedy it never panned out that's but it it doesn't even work on we said zed's into some sick shit so yeah. mud wrestling ain't going to cut it. No, this is kindergarten bullshit to him. Again, he wants a woman, not in fishnets. He wants a literal fishnet on the woman that he <laughs> right. threw on her. So he just looks, stares right into Consuela's eyes. He's like, oh, you think I can't control my dick? Everybody, the audience, they're all like, he can't get it up. He's not excited by him. And then they calm down because he is exchanging. They're not having a psychic battle. <laughs> no. They're having an eye showdown. And oh my god! And then all of a sudden, bang, 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 sound effect again, but it's real this time. He got it up. Consuela's evil glare got his dick hard. And she hard. is pissed off. Connery's face here. He's just got this little smirk, like, "What is it, my love?" So we can already we can tell there's going to be some love because these people hate each other. Some kind of love. It was some, some kind of hate. hate. Next morning, Quas. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say Consuela Consuela is staring at him in his cage, his monkey cage, and he's sleeping. She's reading into a ring. Not even not even quietly. She's just saying it out loud. This object likes to sleep. Subject likes to sleep so much. I don't get it about these homo sapiens in their sleep. These Neanderthals. And she goes like, in to touch him. She's like, like I'm going to get another chance. I see that it's... I see that it's aroused because, I mean, you saw where she reached to. It wasn't to the groin region. It was past his kneecap. She was reaching way down there. Was it four inches from the ground? Jesus Christ, was it four inches from the ground? And before she just so she can grab onto it, he grabs her because he's like a fucking animal. He's, right. He just lightly sleeps because out in the Boutlands, you can't just sleep in. Exactly. Get killed. You got to be light. And she's talking full volume right next to him. And, and she's like... It's like, we've outgrown the need to sleep. Why do you need to sleep? I like to sleep because I dream. I he can, dream. So that's the only time he can dream of a better world for himself than 99%. And then we get this nice narration. Probably Arthur, maybe, doing the narration. Probably. Here. Maybe. It, no, it was probably Tabernacle. but, but Oh, yeah, yeah, probably Tabernacle. Yeah. Good call. Uh, narration is telling us that all of our community, all of our people in the Vortex, they gave up sleep. Sleep has become obsolete. And that's why they go into the second-level meditation. That's where they get all their refreshing, you know, sleep-like features. Back to that fucking memory chamber. We see May. She's finally figured Zed out. She studied him relentlessly. We see the genome showing up. She's like, I can't believe this shit. Zed, you're not just a brutal. You're a mutant. Yeah. You have an enlarged brain. 
Perfect total recall. Perfect for breeding. Even more perfect than us. And she's stapling her fingers. She's scared now because she's yeah. like, we thought you were inferior. You're superior to right. us. And then she just cuts in. What happened to Frey? What happened to him? You saw him die. You killed him. What did what what, what did you do? And she's like, we got to. You know what? This she's experiment's like, over. Yeah, she's like, we're gonna keep this under wraps. Much like No, she want she she was ready to be done with it. And he goes, No, that's not what's gonna happen. In fact, you're gonna forget this happened. Well, yeah, I mean, but that's like I'm saying, like, much like Planet Apes again, where the guy was so fucking upset, the gorilla was or uh, Dr. Zayas was upset that fucking uh Taylor could read and write. Right. He was like, No, 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 we're no, no one must know about this. Right. But she's got her own ulterior motives that we'll learn about later. And so he just tells her, no, you're not going to fucking get rid of me. In fact, we're going to forget this conversation. I'll play cool if you play cool. And she's like, okay. So the next day, they're, they're, it's time for some green bread. That's right. And they're sitting down, and Zed is serving them in his place. Right. Because was like, why is the animal indoors? Right. Was it Consuela or was it somebody else? It was Consuela. She hates him. She hates him, yeah. She showed her up. Right. The boner cha- challenge. Right. And so Fred is just slow, because Consuela points out it's Friends Day to serve everybody. E- equilibrium, everybody. We all do the same jobs. You know, and one he's day Friends the- Pat. Right. So you're going to get fed by the fucking animal. And Fred is just sitting back like, bitch, please. Like, no. We- do you want to take it to the vote? Because everyone's going to vote for... Uh, uh, Zed to be in here serving us because we all love him. He's great. He's amazing. He's the best pet ever. And but while they're doing that, Zed's like potatoes anyone? Yes, because Consuela is fighting back and it's just getting tense. And the potatoes, by the way, were purple because yes. we're in the future. We're in the future. Yeah. But Murray, Zed knows perfect comedic timing because the audience goes quiet for a minute there and then he just goes potatoes. It's perfect. That's why he's a superior mind. Superior mind. We just served it with May. She'd even talk about his perfect comedic timing, microwave timing, if you will. And friend, he's pulling. Uh, who was that guy's name? Zayden. What was his name? Zayden. Oh okay. no, I don't. Yeah, the guy that just got the trial. So, oh, no, oh, no. George. Uh, George, George Zayden. Zayden. Yeah. George Zayden. He's like pulling a Zayden. He's like, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm just over this shit. Yeah. He. I mean, he's ready to die. Friend is bored, terminally bored. Right. I'm sick of this. Eternal life, washing dishes, serving bread, feeding renegades. They drool on me. And Zed's like, Murray, shut him off. Quiet him down. Right. So Zed's calling the shots. <laughs> so they all go into a vote. And it goes quiet again because they do this all in their mind. And then we're getting scans of just like uh, – Star Trek level face or uh, face shots, right? And everyone's like squinting a little. Yeah, seven days, Zed will be terminated. All right, everybody, second level meditation. They stand up, they dart their hands forward like they're zombies, and they just start going into you know rhythmic humming and everything. And friends, like I'm not tired. I want to go watch King of Queens. <laughs> All right, I hear the sex season is fucking amazing. <laughs> Fuck this. What? And he's, he's like... Everybody starts going back, Consuela mainly, being like, friend doesn't want to join us on the second level. You know what that means. Friend is a traitor to us. And everybody starts getting in on him. And their eyes are all focused on friend. 
And friend just starts blurting out all kinds of things. Vortex is obscenity. Oh, I hate women. I hate uh, uh, sobriety. I hate <laughs> fornication. And they finally, they Renegade. just, everybody starts chanting out. Because Consuelo, <laughs> Murray, do some Renegades with me. He's like, that's a great show, too. I'd rather be watching that than fucking meditating. Because I already went ahead and made that clip, and the people just heard it, where it's them chanting Renegade into the end credits <laughs> to Renegade themes. Break my sick alike. That's right. So after a struggle, friend collapses. He's been mind-raped. The ring We're... falls out of his hand. You know what that means? He's got no connection to his cell phone. He can't tweet anymore. Right. If you can't, we can't get social media. Can't get validated every second. How are it's you life get, worth living? How are you going to get Elon Musk funny tweets? His right. meme game is off the charts. Zed checks him out and just fucking runs away. He's yeah, like, I got to get the fuck out of here. Yeah, Zed's. Zed's he was. Reactions. He was his only. Wait for it. Friend, friend. here. So, so he's running out to the outskirts. He's finding the periphery shields. Right. You know the boundaries and up on the hill. There's some of his bros. Right. And, and we're like, what's going on? Yeah. He, he does and some. And he presses his face against her. He presses his nose like a pig nose. Does yeah. all the shit that a little kid would do. Pressed hams, of course. Puts his butt <laughs> on there. And then he does the I love you hand signal. And they do it back and shoot off a flare. And that's a signal. But for what? Who knows? So Zed runs off. He's got I got to find friend. Well, he was just cast into renegade life. So he's got to be at the renegade house. And we show up there, and sure enough, the old people celebrating New Year. Dick Clark's there, you know, right. MC. And then the whole he thing. sees friend in a tuxedo. He sees the back of him, and he puts his hand on his shoulder, and he looks okay because he sees a profile. Yeah. And then he gets a full face. They have to H half they, his face. Do he have to, a stroke? Yeah. They give him a stroke. They two faced him. Yeah, that mm, yeah. that was not not a good idea. I mean, I know they wanted this crazy reveal, but it's just stupid. It's stupid. It it logically makes no sense. There was no struggle to make sense of why only half of them. Anyways. And he's like, oh, everyone, everyone, this is my friend Zed. He has the gift of death. And so Because all, brutals can die, people. Right. All the old people, the renegades are swarming him now. Oh, we want it. We want it. And French is calling out May. Wants to use Zed to spawn a whole new generation. So how did Friend learn about this little secret? I don't know. They can mind probe each other. So this oh. is kind of one of those under the tray Maybe Zed, yeah, because we learned that because Zed is superior. That's why he could shut off parts of his mind. Yeah. But maybe he let that leak. Maybe he wants Friend to know. He needs Friend for some reason. Right. So Friend, you know, now that Zed has been tackled by all the old people, he's like, Friend, what, what do you even want? Wants death for himself and everybody. Then fight for it. Fight for death. <laughs> That's what you want. And so Zed, he starts demanding the location of the tabernacle. Right. Because he wants to lower the shields. He's like, I need to destroy tabernacle. Right. Well, I can't tell you where the tabernacle at, but maybe he can. One of the creators. One of the creators of the tabernacle. So right. he's, he's, he's this elderly man. He's in a fucking bed. He's in an oxygen. It's like, tell me, tell me, 
talk to May. So May runs, and May, Zed runs back to May, and she knows what he wants. And she's like, are you, are you up to this? Because what you're going to get is going to burn you alive. Come to my fucking bed fort. Where she pulls out literally a bed sheet and covers them like a little kid. Yeah. And she pulls out a fucking flashlight, puts it underneath her chin. Right. Are you ready, Zed? And she starts hitting him with that psychic blast and everything. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to take him back into the memories. And we start to see uh, the usual scene. Beach killings, fucking the woman. <laughs> and then he's like, and then there was the day I lost my innocence. Oh, my God. Please do go on. So they pull up into like a little village. At this point, too, in in the real world, Zed is kind of calmed down. He's like resting in her lap, and she's just got her hands all over his well, it's face. Calm. He's underneath the bed sheet. He's like, nobody, nothing. The monsters can get him. That's right. He's hiding under the sheets. That's right. It's a metaphor. And one of her small boobies might pop out. Right. And she's not into him, so that's kind of working for him. <laughs> and so we see <laughs> him there, like attacking a village, and he sees a face, a masked face, in a window. They're in like a city square. Yeah. Everything else we've done. You know, talked about the beach, lands, you know, just hills, rolling hills. And well, all I that. mean, I'm assuming because every single sci-fi movie from the 70s was dystopian. Yes. So there was a nuclear war. I'm assuming right. that happened. So this is like a burnt down, abandoned right. town and everything. And he's in the city square and he turns up to a second floor of a building and sees a white face mocking him. Right. And of course, his always instinct is whatever pisses you off, shoot it. Right. So he shoots at it. Again, be careful in the south. This is this is them. <laughs> right. Standing my ground. Standing <laughs> my ground. And then he jumps off and he he sees that he missed the guy. So he runs into this room, this house. Right. And he sees the library. Right. And so he's leading down various aisles of books and everything. And then just magically, there's hands holding a book well, open. We see first we see a hand holding an isotoner glove and oh, it just yeah. literally taunts him with it. Yeah. And then we see pull a book out. Right. You know, and then it opens up, and it's a children's book, you know. A is for Apple. B is for uh, Blasphemy. Boobs. A is yeah. for ass. B boobs. is for boobs. Yeah. It's, it's something a brutal would understand. It's Dolomite's book of the alphabet. <laughs> it, it is Dolomite's sex alphabet. <laughs> yes. But it's informative. Rudy so it Ray. runs up to it. I love how you can clearly see the strings holding the book up in yeah. the fucking yeah. <laughs> But, hey, this is practical effects, people. No CGI. Hey. You got to take the the wins with the losses, you know, with practical. And then he's like, then we're learning how he learned. That was the first step. The eight, the, the yeah. For most people, the Dolomite sex. That's why I learned how to fucking the alphabet. Hey, whoever I was, took to it because I was like, hey, ass, <laughs> boobs. <laughs> whoever was leading him on here knew exactly how to get into his brain and right. into his brain. He did because he learned the alphabet quick. Next thing you know, he's pulling I'm reading out. voraciously. It's all penthouse forums, like all this shit. <laughs> Eventually, he got into the Ayn Rand books. He was right. going full libertarian for a while. He got all of the fucking Bill O'Reilly, who killed yep. Zardoz, who killed Lincoln. <laughs> who killed Zergthus. Uh, <laughs> and he's like, yes, I, I took to it like a fish to water. I kept reading. She's like, oh, my God, a brutal learn to read? Please tell me more. I learned about the book of how the earth became the way it was, and then I found the book. The truth! Tell me about the book! Tell me about... No! I can't remember. He's fight. He want, this, this He actually wants to fucking find it. He's, he's putting a mental block for himself. Yeah. Refuses to talk about the name, but then he lets it slip how he killed Arthur because 
Faye, or not Faye, uh, Mage switches gears on him. It was all about the book, all about the book, all about the book. They come to, we're back into uh, the vortex, and she's like, what happened to Arthur Fry? And suddenly now he's, he's like basically crying. He's a babe in her arms, and he just goes, I killed him. I shot him. So now we finally go back to that scene. We enhance it, so we go back like 30 seconds. Yeah, she's, she's okay with this, and he's, He's actually comforted by the truth, and she's, she's comforting him, and they calmly go back into the psychic meld here. And we see the scene where he's underneath the grain, and he comes up. We see all that shit. And the, but why? Why? Because I'm a hunter, not a farmer. He wanted us to farm. But you betrayed your God for that? Yes. I need my meat. I need my meat. You can't have your meat if you don't eat your pudding. All right. And so we learned this is where we learned that Zardoz he was, he was basically just tricking these people. Right. He's cut because they wanted them to grow the grain. The best way to control people, Griff, is through fear. The music was cool before it got political. I loved his message when it was just fucking murder people. <laughs> but then suddenly it's making me think. It's making me. It's a very Rage Against the Machine moment for it's, like conservatives who all love Rage Against the Machine for some reason. For some reason. And he's just like, what the fuck? This is not my God. My God is a God of vengeance. He was tricking us. He wasn't a God at all. I needed the truth. You needed revenge. I needed the truth. You needed revenge. And then we finally see the book, that goddamn book. It's the Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. Wizard of Oz. And, of course, we know the story of Wizard of Oz. It was a man pretending to be a god to control people. It was a man behind a mosh. Even the, as advanced as Arthur Frayne is, he has the fucking crib. He has a sample from fucking, uh, was it Bomb, I think is the name of the guy who wrote it? L.L. Yeah. Bomb? Yeah, I don't remember. And it's like, you know, he, he, the veil has been lifted. Right. He lost his innocence. But not, not the cool uh, bunker sheet. <laughs> no, so they're still that. under that. No monsters are going to get them. We come back to the Vortex May's tits are out, and he's just like, take, hey, a, take a bite. He's ready for a whole new level of sexual arousal because now they're not fighting. They're, he's right. like calm. He's found a new like level of existence, right. but he's ready to fuck. And so, just he's going in for that titty. We've got a Consuela cock block. She rips the fucking shit <laughs> Now, that chick was ready to fuck. Consuela's not. <laughs> That's why it would be my sister in this scenario. <laughs> so Zed is fighting Consuela. They're mind fucking. They're tossing. They're they're tug of warring mm-hmm. over a sheet while they're doing this mind yeah, fuckery. It's ridiculous. It's literally we're not exaggerating. It literally is a bed sheet. Yeah, it's used as a tool for something. Right. And so he yanks on it, pulls her in, <laughs> and she has to do one last drastic mind blast that blinds Zed. But he, but right before that, he he smooches her. Oh, he does smooch her because he got right in there. What have we, what have we told you time and time again, people? The ice starts to melt. Yeah. When you force yourself on a woman, she's gonna love it. That's right. Some Especially a woman who hates you. Yes. If she clearly says, "I want nothing to do with you," force yourself on. Force. Her. It'll change. Yourself. Do nothing but bombard her with your affection. But you might be blinded. Because that's what happens to Zed. He is yes, blinded. This is true. And he's led to a garden. That's what that song, Blinded by the Light, is about. Yes. Revved up like a Zed in the <laughs> middle of the night. Yes. 
led to a garden where his vision is restored by the girl from the beginning, the one topless horseback woman. From That's the beginning. right. She never wears a top. This was no. the one woman Borman wrote, uh, uh, hired who was like, yeah, I'll be topless in every scene. Right. Probably his daughter. So we're in a little bag garden room, and he's draped over tiny little trees, and she's just sitting there with her tits out like, fuck, yeah. you're here to kill everybody. That's amazing. Please, promise me. You'll kill me. Well, she's like, it must be must have been horrible losing your vision. I've seen old women be raped. I've seen a lot of shit, lady. Yeah, I saw the two towers fall. And she's like, no, you're a liberator. You're here to liberate us from life. And then she's like, here, take this leaf. Did you see this leaf come up? I just thought about that. I don't think we saw the leaf come up. Where, like earlier in the movie? No, later. Yes, it is. He takes it. Oh, okay. So she hands him a leaf. You'll know when to use it. Okay, okay. And so, I mean, we're, we're, we're working on a shoestring budget, people. So a leaf yeah. will come into play later on. So I don't even remember where this is going. Zed asked how they could do what they did, and we go into a flashback. Another flashback. <laughs> I don't know. We're going into a flashback, people. And we got the rich. Oh, the, we, now we can. He the, was asking the yeah. woman, "How did we end up in this vortex?" World? Right. Yeah. So now we get a big exposition dump on how this world, the vortexes, were created. Right. The Logan's Run world came to be. So, and this is where we get friend is doing the voiceover for some reason, even though he's not. Or they go to see friend, do they? Because I know friend reveals everything. Right. So what we learn is the rich cut themselves off from civilization, the suburbs, from the brutals black people to keep history alive their history their blood pure right the the monuments to the people in the south civil war right but suddenly the community is turned on zed they just they want to kill zed he learned right. too much we don't even get the full exposition no. dump here. yeah we, yes, we get, get that later on we get some flashbacks and shit but we don't get the full thing because suddenly everyone's there banging on his led bubble. by consuela she's yeah. fucking pissed oh my god you know she ha- wants that dick slash so bad. in love with him oh exactly. my god i saw the look in her eyes she was staring at his dick just like in that first scene okay so now it gets weird and vulnerability bubbles He's his yeah his hydroponic bubble was was that was that leaf a pot leaf that you handed him maybe because he's like they're trying to get him it's a plastic it's how twinkish these people are they can't fight their way through a plastic bag right and then he punches a hole through it and just pushes them he parts them like the goddamn Red Seas Moses all of a sudden and just makes a break for it they can't get him runs to the perimeter sees his bros there gives him the signal it's time right. Now he's going to head to Apathetic Village for refuge. He's hiding out because they're looking for him. Right. And so that zombie woman, the free-use woman, who's all into just being fucked and not, you know, just icing over completely the whole situation, she's there, but... She sees a bead of sweat on his nipple. She's got the whiff. She's got the taste of Sean Connery on her tongue. Taste of Connery. And she licks his nipple, a little bead of sweat that was on it. Yeah. And she's like, whoa. We go into our vision, and it's the Bush's Beans commercial. Duke, the colors. <laughs> wait, wait, was that a Popsicle commercial? That would no make more sense. what you're talking about. But I think it was a Popsicle commercial. They start. She's like, she she just has that little drop on her tongue, and she dabs it on another guy's tongue. And oh, yeah. They all start making out and everything. They're going down the conga line. This we, is. Oh. We take life from you. This so this is where the leaf comes in. They're literally draining him. They're like psychic vampires. Oh. So he's like, oh, 
oh, he's exhausted. And he gets away from them, and he puts the leaf in his mouth. Oh, right? I didn't rejuvenate even notice. Himself. Oh, okay. Yeah. See, they did it so subtly, I didn't even realize it. But also, they're starting, again, he's used to rough sex. Let's just say right, that. Yeah. And here he is being pinned down by men and women alike who just want him. What's good for the goose? Every the inch of him. He's now you know what he's good. This is what it feels like, dude. Yeah. That's so great after all. When they're yeah. draining you of your right. sex energy. So thankfully he had that leave. Consuela, right. by the that way. Leaf. She's swarming in with her horseback and Got everything. Got a fucking torch. They're straight up Frankenstein. They're Frankensteining him, yeah. Got the fucking pitchforks. Zed, Zed is chased off, and we just kind of come back to in the night here, and he gets captured He's got to sneak. He's got to find friend. So yeah. he has to sneak in. So how does he do that? Well, he gets captured by the renegades, and they're cackling. Oh, it's death and carnage. Oh, let's dress him up. And they put him in a wedding dress. Right. We need a little levity. It's intense. It is tense. So you see Sean Connery in a wedding dress. He's got the veil. I thought that was, they were trying to sneak him into the village. I thought because they they want death. Yeah, they want they want to. Get so him. they don't want Consuela and the Eternals to find him. So that's why they put him in the dress. Right, and they they have made friend their leader after one day of being a renegade, and so they're taking them taking a, a, a Zed to friend. Apathetics are fucking like jackrabbits now. Everywhere. And we get a little exposition, of course, because that's what this movie's all about. They're like, oh, yes. Oh, my God. We tasted we tasted the brutal sweat, and it rejuvenated us. And we fucking, and we chased him, and we tried to kill him to get all of his life force. But it was not him. We just killed some guy. But here we are fucking. But technically, they didn't kill him because he will be reborn. Yeah, Nobody some... dies in the vortex. Yeah, they just killed some ring guy. Except a brutal. So Zed is in the wedding dress, is taking a friend. We got your friend, friend. I want you to go ahead and kiss the bride, friend. Pulls the veil away. Because right now, we don't know that that's Zed. Again. And they pull the veil away, and we see that giant mustache. Connery, no selling it like a motherfucker. He doesn't smile. He's just like, yush. So... Uh, so then May chases them t- uh, to friend's art lair. Right. Because, of course, they're going to, you know, what is art going to do? He actually, art, friend. Friend does tell somebody, get May, send her to my lair. Right. Because she don't understand uh, because she wanted to study him. She didn't want to kill him. Right. They have some kind of mutual level here. But as we get down in here, because May comes down into the art lair with that fucking revolver. She's ready to uh, shoot. And they're having a disagreement because... What did friend tell us earlier? I know what May wants with uh, Zed. What does he want? What does she want? Destroy the tabernacle. She wants to die. No. Why in the tabernacle? No. She wants to fuck him and start a whole new generation of people. Well, that does. Well, Zed wants to destroy the tabernacle. Yes. They they end up coming to an agreement here, and she's like, "Look, there's not enough time to teach you. There's not." There's not there's you got to read at least 50 books to know what we're about. Right. But we can use the old methods. Touch teaching. Touch teaching. So now we get fucking This okay guys, I said there's a lot of different porn varieties. This is my favorite porn variety. <laughs> it's like a speaking it's spell. It's like the it's like the tactile ASMR. Yes, it it, it is. It's even better because you don't hear them whispering into things. They're just... so this is something they would only do in the 70s. This scene because they're in like they're just in blackness. It's a deprecation we see, tank. We see lights shining on bodies of just mathematics, art, everything the Eternals learning know. French, foreign languages, every Latin, French, 
everything. He's absorbing it because the, the why? How do we know that? Because lights are getting projected on his body of art and mathematics and everything. Five minutes of that, we get a fucking ba- ba- fig penis, a fig penis, a pig fetus getting dissected. Everything you need to know. Seventh grade science was yes. in there. <laughs> everything. So five minutes later, we know everything. Zed asks how the vortex came to be. And this is where Friend starts to explain to him. The renegades did it. They were scientists, but were middle-aged. and Too conditioned to be moral. They, they, they couldn't grasp the idea of immortality. So they passed that on to their offspring, which are all the young, beautiful people. We see world. like a flashback to our old scientists in their late, you know, probably the early 40s, but this is 70s, early right. 40s, so it looked like they were 65. Right. So we see Elon Musk. He's figured out the perfect... Nirvana, the perfect haven for yeah. the the the, the uh, you know acceptable people. We're talking about something really interesting here. If only Elon was around in the seventies, he would just have like a hippie commune of a thousand people. Right. He would definitely be a, well. He is a cult fall um, yeah. figure, but he would definitely have yeah. He would just have like a thousand people as far as his word could spread. Instead, he would totally Jim Jones it. He yeah. would have them drink the Kool Aid. Instead, he's part of American infrastructure yeah. now. We're giving him taxpayer money to do his stupid little experiments. Yeah, like his what that 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 uh, what was that like? Mass transit thing that went like a like a oh block. the hyper the hyperloop yeah that went like a block or some yeah. shit like, and he he's took a, like fucking a billion dollars from he's us. a five year old child he's like I'm gonna build a hyperloop didn't work out at all the California is still paying for that shit they're yeah. millions of dollars in debt because of that and then also tunnels he loves tunnels I love tunnels too and I don't waste a bunch of people's money on it though <laughs> I don't I'm Switzerland on tunnels don't care at all yeah you don't care at all. So, yeah, so we learned that they are going to create the most perfect area for the most perfect people, leave the fucking brutals to do their thing. We're going to set – it's the suburbs. We're going to put our own enclave. Right. And But to, but what we're going to do is everyone's mind's going to be erased because we don't want anybody going against what we've decided. Right. We're all for it. We don't want anybody having any chance of destroying the tabernacle. Right. Almost like what the South's trying to do to the history books. Because one day we might get bored and want to die, and we don't want that because we've, we've perfected life. Right. So then we see that a crystal is implanted into the forehead of everyone in the vortex. Right. Which, I guess, does that explain the psychic powers? Is that Because they're united now with the tabernacle. I, this is their best... Avenue to explanation of their powers, yeah. yeah, just a crystal in their brain. So because so now and now they're united with the tabernacle. They are one with the tabernacle. We snap back to Zed. He's freaking out. Too much information. He just fucking fires his gun. Yeah. Then he sees a crystal, and he's like, hmm. hmm. Staring into it. He's told, like he's he's it. told, if he stares into it long enough, he will get all the insight he needs to destroy the tabernacle. Right. And he's thinking to himself, I've got, I got all the knowledge of the world, but knowledge is just, it's not enough. All right. So as he's, he's staring at it, he hears something. Right. He's still in a uh, friend's art layer, by the way. Right. And he walks out and he sees there's a bunch of just mannequins dressed up in like different era of clothing. Right. And he sees one and he's just like, something's wrong with the face. Right. And he rips it off. And it's fucking Arthur Frayne with his fucking drawn-on goatee. Hello, old friend. Do you remember me? 
Yes. And he stabs fucking Eye for an eye. But it's a it's a stage knife. It's retractable, so it's a little joke. He starts quoting some T. S. Eliot. I am death incarnate and I have come again. And then he starts quoting from cats and yeah, shit. Rum tum tugger boy. <laughs> he's like memories. Look, I don't, I don't I know. I prance about the rooftop, feeling the shingles beneath my shingles. And he's like, "You have learned, boy." Oh my sweet lord! Did they touch teach you? And he's like, he pulls out a crystal ball. Gaze into my crystal the, ball. The Arthur is pulling out the crystal ball right. and floating it between his hands because he is the magician. And so then we just cut to, I guess Arthur just disappears because we see, uh, see uh, Zed at a table just staring into that crystal ball. Right. Staring, staring. And then he's like, I see nothing in here. Looks into it again. I see Consuela in here. And she's behind him. She's approaching with a dagger, ready to stab, ready to strike him down. But she struggles. Right. Oh, you can't do it, can you? Sex is about the thrill of the hunt, not the kill. And then right then, this is ridiculous. This is stupid. Literally all the ice melts, and she's madly in love with fucking Zed. She takes off her ring and puts it on his hand and goes, I fucking want that so bad. I want to pluck every single hair off your chest. I want to suck your dick until it's raw. If I survive this, we'll be together forever. Lady, you gave me the one thing no one else did. Love. And then Zed goes back. She's like, I will be back for you, my love. Because she's going to, I will hide the hide you. Because they're still looking for Zed to kill him. Right. She's leading the fucking uh, community to kill him. Zed goes back to the crystal. And he notices there's oh, the crystal ball. And then he notices a crystal on the table. Like, Maybe oh. that's what I should be looking at. All the lines, the parallel lines, they work together. The colors, Duke, the colors. <laughs> yeah, this makes no sense. He's yeah. like, but, but he figures it out. The crystal that he had all along yeah. was, is the tabernacle. So he calls to his ring. Hello, ring. It, you know, it just so happened. I didn't even realize this. He has a ring because uh, Consuelo just gave yeah, it to him. Yeah, she gave him the ring. So he can talk to the internet now. And he's like, how do you... He's like, uh, tabernacle. I don't know I want this to happen, but how would you destroy... How would you go about destroying yourself? I cannot tell you. Right. Well, okay. Um, he's just trying to outsmart the tabernacle. The tabernacle is cock blocking. He's got to play. He's got to play the roundabout here. Would you say that tabernacle is small enough to be held in the hand? Well, that's true. Would it be uh, hot or cold if I said the tabernacle were maybe in the palm of my hand right now? And the ring is getting worried. And it's like, uh, 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 how about you and I work together, Zed? For the good of the community, because he's like he's like Zed's on them. Zed's gonna destroy him. Yeah. Could you kill God, Zed? God, that's very narcissistic of you. And then Zed is like, "I will not work with you. I will destroy you." And he fucking squeezes that crystal, and suddenly he's inside the crystal. Inside. We're in another hall of mirrors. Yeah. Constant hall of mirrors yeah. in this movie. And I mean, isn't there like some naked bodies pressed against these mirrors too? <laughs> uh, eventually there is, or maybe it's in this first scene. But I know, uh, I know right off the bat, I thought it was the holograms of his friend. Friend. Yeah, we get faces. May, we see faces of May, Consuela, and friend. And then I, whenever like Zed's in a, in a situation he doesn't understand, he goes back to old ways. He's got his gun. Pulls his gun out, starts firing. Right. At this point, by the way, we never talked about the evolution of Zed's outfit. 
Because yeah. he first comes here, he's got the boots, the bandolier, the little diaper. The... Because that's what a brutal would wear. He's yeah. not. He's not. Uh, uh, like it's a lot, I don't know what the word cultured. Yeah. He's just wearing practical shit. Right. And At, so by like twenty minutes into the movie. He's just down to the diaper. He doesn't have the boots anymore. And then at this point, by the time he uh, crushes the crystal and goes into it, he's got like a a vest on. He's dressed almost like the Vortex people. Yeah. He's got sandals. Yeah. He's got pants on too. Yeah. Which is, it just doesn't work. And the cod piece. Men wore like the cod pieces. Yeah. It was was weird. It's very strange. Actually, I believe uh, if I read right, Borman's wife did the costuming for this. Okay. So good for her. So uh, he's in his hall of mirror. We're seeing these holograms. And then he just randomly turns and shoot into a mirror image. And Tabernacle calls out, Oh, you found the weak spot. You found the flaw. You have destroyed us. But we're just going through more halls of mirrors. It, it, nothing has changed here. Until. He looks in a mirror and sees his old fucking bandolero cell. Right. With the mask on. And he what does he do? Shoots it. And we see we see that it's a mirror. It gets shot, but there's blood dripping out of the bullet hole of the mirror. Mm-hmm. And somehow that fixes everything. He passes out in the mirror world. And we go back to the vortex world where people are walking up and they find him passed out over friend's desk. Right. And they they pick him up, like all these women were with friend, and they pick him up, They're carry him, him, and like then Consuelos walks in, gives him a little smooch on the lips, and then he's like, oh, he's revived. Yeah, like, like immediately, like, oh, thanks, yep, And he's like, business. get behind me, my aura can protect yes. us. And so everyone's like destroying fucking the art lair and they're charging him. There he is. And then he just does the force. He just puts his hand out and then everything goes backwards. Right. The people are subdued. The statues are restoring themselves and they just walk out and they get outside. And just like the audience, friend says, what now? Got to go back to the creator. So they take him back to the creator at the renegade house. And he's like, we finally realized we had challenged the natural order of things. We created the tabernacle to destroy. So we learned that AI is not so bad because that AI had recognized that the way we're living is not natural in the vortex. Right. So the AI had planted all the seeds of everything. Right. To destroy itself. So, guys, AI is our friend. If it sees it's going to do bad, it's going to destroy itself. It's going to destroy it. Skynet, the story of Terminator. Watch all the sequels and you'll see that's where it ends up, right? So it was the tabernacle that over generations perfected and created Zed to destroy the vortex. And now Zed, he's just got that crystal and he leans it forward into the old creator's hand and he touches it. And then he goes, ah! and dies. Zed whispers into his eyeballs, have a good death, and then good death, my friend. Closes them. And then we see the Zardoz head just crashes down. Yeah. Why? Because the barriers have finally been on the vortex have been have been destroyed. Right. The vortex. Now here's the question though. Does the tabernacle only control vortex four or all the vortexes? Because we never even see the other vortexes. Right. We don't know where they are. Right. He does say there's infinite storage in that one crystal. So it could be that everything's powered off this one crystal. That's kind of where I'm led to believe okay. here. Because 
also, because the tabernacle no longer exists, the renegades start dying finally. Right. We got and they love it. All hell breaks loose, to quote another Misfit song here. Right, because then the Brutals arrive, and they just start firing, because that's all they know how to do. Yeah, they build up to it slowly here. We go back out, and we see everything's calm at this point. People are like, what the fuck's going on here? The head crash. But we've got that woman, the plant woman, standing in the middle of the fountain. Right. And she said, do you remember your promise, Zed? You promised to liberate me. And so Zed pulls out his gun. He's always got that gun. He's got nowhere to hide that gun on him, but he's always got it somewhere. Pulls it out. Ready to do it. I'm not as I was before. I can't. And then... Eva Clint's like, shoot that fucking bitch. As he puts it away... Boom! She gets shot right in the neck. And that's the reveal that... The Brutals are here. Yeah. And they're ready to be brutal. That's all they know how to do. So they just start unloading. Arthur Frayne pops up. Zed! I did it all. Yeah. I created you. Again, the anarchy is just crashing in the background. They're walking. Arthur literally jumps up from under the frame of the camera. Just, hello there, friend. I did all of this. This is all my master plan. You exist because of me. And he's like, I led and bred you. I made your parents fuck for four generations until you... Yes, but who made you? And he reveals it's the tabernacle. I saw into the face of the God that made you, who made me. So, ah, therefore, you have also been led and bred. And he goes to friend. Boy, we've been used and abused and reused and I'm amused. I'm amused. So then, then the girl gets shot. The exterminators are just... Everyone's like, kill me! No, no, kill me! And they're just getting shot by the Brutals. Right. And we're like, wait, what happened to Zed? What, you know, he's wishing May and her tribe because she wants to restart. So he gives her the crystals. Like, yeah, just touch the crystal. Look into it a couple times. Touch it to your head. And you'll be good. Start a new life. You guys will all die, though. Yeah, well, that's basically what we're... This is this is whole Borman's... Uh, thing the whole idea of the reliance and I, I mean i agree with it to a point i mean our reliance on technology it's where like you said we're gonna lose our emotions which we are people are getting weirder and weirder yeah. more reliant we are yeah and if like, like i don't i think it's elon this might I, I don't elon's so ridiculous i can never tell what's real or what's like a, a joke about him yeah making wives robot wives for men because there's so many inept men now like we don't want to go down that slippery slope. Yeah. All right. I mean, that's a big market, so I could see them trying to invest in that. Yeah. Well, we know the Japanese cornered the market. They want to make robots for some reason. But even though there is a uh, Anton LaVey was a big proponent of the church head of the Church of Satan about making robots because his his idea was it's it's kind of fucked up, but it kind of makes sense that if you have some if you have a robot, everyone had their own kind of robot. To take their frustrations out on, there wouldn't be a lot of like real life violence. Okay, because people, you know, I mean, it's, and and that's kind of the whole, the whole like Blade Runner type idea, which is the whole point of Blade Runner is if a robot gains sentience, is it okay to do that? Is it okay to abuse a robot right. if it has sentience? Right. The whole, you know, emotional spectrum, right? Yeah, and abusing it. That's interesting. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's just it just shows what sick creatures human beings are deep down. They all want somebody to abuse, <laughs> right? Yeah, and they all want somebody to be their slave. Like I and that I think we talked we talked about this at the top. I believe this is an issue that is this is why relationships don't last and there's the divorce rates so high because everybody wants someone to be there for them. They don't want to be there for someone. Okay, I think that's it's becoming. And it's not just young people. I think that's our whole culture is becoming like that. Right. Well, young people aren't the... Everybody wants their fucking way or the highway. It's basically the the idea people have. Yeah. And, it, and if you want a relationship, it's you got to fucking... It's got to be 50-50. You have to. Struggle. Well, when you're doing a 50-50, it's just hard, too. So there's Of course it be, is. You know, but that's the problem. We don't want hard. Yeah. We want easy. We want our way. Life's hard enough. Why make it harder? So it's like... Because you'll be alone. That's why. Yeah. People want... Just people act like they don't want... People want intimacy. They want to yeah. be in a relationship. They what? want someone they can depend on. 100%. So these are the deep questions that we're learning from Zardoz. See, Zardoz is making us think. A stupid fucking 70s sci-fi movie with Sean Connery running around in a diaper actually does propose some good questions. Bad philosophy all throughout. Some dumb points, but... Well, we, we the very end, Zed and Consuelo, they live in a cave. Like You can build a fucking house. I don't know why they're living in hey, a Murray, cave. Hey, Murray, that wasn't a cave. You know what it was. Was it Zardoz's head? Zardoz's head. Li- well, then I would live in Zardoz's head. If yeah, the I thought so. And we see she's gotten pregnant. They're that doing pregnancy the natural- scene was yeah, intense. It was, yeah, it was gross. And so we're seeing like, that they're doing Borman. it the natural way. That was way. Borman's daughter. <laughs> <laughs> they're doing it the natural way, the way it was meant to be. Painful, right. blood. Yeah. All this shit. The wife might die. He bit off the umbilical, umbilical cord. And then they show them, like, standing, like, for a portrait, family portrait, with the little baby. Yeah, it's, oh, what's that fucking painting with the old people, Amish Paradise or something it's called? Amish like, Paradise. Pitchfork. And, American Gothic. Yeah, that one. Amish Paradise. Yeah. Weird Al reference. Yeah, so we're seeing that the child's aging, and they're aging. They're now finally aging. And, and then, then we get some horrible old people makeup. The yeah. last one was horrible. Oh, yeah. The child gets up to leave, and as it should be. Consuela reaches out and tries to pull it back, but Connery Whoa. like takes her hand and just holds it, and then they just they become, they become skeletons. They become skeletons. They die holding hands. Hating each other, but knowing they ha- that's why they love each other. You know, I was going to do a thing in the top half where we looked at modern sci-fi movies that are coming out and then said, would you rather watch this weird movie or this new sci It seemed like there were some pretty good sci-fi movies that came out this year, though. I don't know. Yeah. I'm Not so, Rebel I, Moon. I just, Not I, just, Rebel I just saw Godzilla Minus One this year. It's all I saw. And that actually seems like an entertaining movie. And you told us, yeah, it's all right. Yeah. All right. All right. There it is. We're done. That's a year. Wraps. Five years. Nice knowing you. Thanks for listening. We finally got some presents. So that's all we that's the only reason we're doing this show. We were just waiting to make anything off this show. We have done it. We're done. We're out. Peace out. Or maybe not. Maybe not. All right. We said it a million times. Griff and I were geniuses. And as a result of being geniuses, we can recognize genius. We can spot it out there. Some people can't. Some people laugh at people that are way ahead of their time. Yeah. We don't. We recognize that the creators in this movie, not geniuses, maniacs, Elon Musk people. Yes. But next month, all month long, 
Oh my god, I can't wait. We're bringing back a feature. We I think we've only done it once before because it's once. there's not many geniuses to be quite frankly out there. Right. But we found some more geniuses. We found some old favorites plus some new geniuses. Ooh. Writer, director, actor, oh. uh soundtrack, yes. catering, yes. dog trainer. Uh. All of that shit. They, they even drove themselves to the set a la Sean Connery and Zard. Best boys. It's Misunderstood Genius Month, baby. Oh! Murray, I am so excited. And for next week, along for the ride, another, uh, I think you understand this genius, the genius of this man. Friend of ours, Mr. Mike Mullins, will be on with us. It started off with a bang. Holy shit. Because next week, we're going to have a genius by the name of Glenn Anzanoli. And you're like, who the fuck is Glenn Anzanoli? Well, you probably know more by the name Glenn Danzig of the Misfits, Samhain, Sawin for you people that are so fucking <laughs> cri- critical about that shit. Portlandia and, fame. And Danzig. Three fucking bands. Most people can't do one good fucking band. He did three. Sorry, Opera. It's a fact. Yeah. His magnum opus has finally been. We saw. We had a private screening like two or three years ago yes. in the middle of COVID. Right. We were there in our fucking mass and everything with the great yacht rock Sean, right. Mike Mullins, ourselves. I don't remember if anybody else joined that us. Was, uh, well, it was a private screening. Glenn made sure we. Most people, most of you, probably haven't seen this yet. It's out on DVD and Blu-ray. Finally, people. after three fucking years. I wish I had written down the full name because I forgot it. It's called Death Rider, I believe, in the the House House of of Vampires. Vampires is what I remember, yeah. So look for that. We have a lot of great... It can't all be cliffhanger, people. Our our job is not only are we journalists, not only are we podcasters, we're also film historians. True. And we are going to expose you to five great films next week, all done by misunderstood geniuses. God, I can't wait. We're going to have to wait one more week. Yes. So see you next year, people, and keep it warm.